Okay, we are back. We are missing a few folks tonight, but we are going to trudge on through. Uh, we have a couple of folks that are working the local Wicked production, which is exciting. Um, and hopefully we will, they will be back with us the next time we meet. But let's go ahead and get started. Um, so the last time we were together, you all began the adventure at the castle at Argen Vostholt, where after meeting Vladimir Horngood and Sir Godfrey, Shoshana was reunited with her shield of the Silver Dragon. As you were preparing to rest, a rider came upon Argen Vosthalt, and you later found out that that writer was no none other than Ezra Mel, uh, uh, Ezra Can't say right. <laughs> I'm struggling tonight. Esmeralda Diavenir, uh, who was being pursued by some Vistani. Uh, after uh, a diplomatic confrontation at the front door that did not result in any kind of blows, you find out that. Esmeralda is a protege of Von Richten who is you've learned uh, hiding around the countryside as Rictavio and that she was expecting to find him with you uh, she did offer some aid and support to Irina who is still somewhat afflicted by her bite from Strahd previously and so you all all made your way back or not back to uh, the tower that you've passed a couple of times never really investigated where she had her wagon hidden so that she could get the things that she needed um, to help Arena and also help you all move forward into the countryside to perhaps find where Von Richten has gone um, along the way, uh, you did have a, a few random encounters that involved some, some fighting and some people seeing themselves in a, in a coffin that um, was one of those mystical kinds of illusions that have not been uncommon since you've been here in Barovia. Um, making your way all the way to this tower uh, up on the Lake Baratok. Uh, you see that it's out on sort of this isthmus, if you will, um, where there's a causeway leading out to it. Um, you get out there and try to discern how to get into the place. And um, after a couple of mismatched tries, uh, you had a little bit of lightning damage. 
uh, to at least one or more of you. And uh, finally, it was the visitor from another plane that looked at the puzzle on the door and said, hey, those look like dance moves. And uh, being a, an accomplished um, st- uh, student of the choreography, was able to nail those dance moves, yo. And the door opened. And that is fundamentally where we left you. Now, when you arrived, Esmeralda went into her um, wagon. She crawled underneath it because she had booby-trapped it so that it would not fall into the wrong hands. She did come out and have some conversants, uh, conversations with you all. Um, but y'all haven't really discussed anything that might be in her wagon uh, or not. And you have not really explored inside the tower. We kind of left it there. Um, so uh, tonight, uh, Gunloda will be run by Shane, who's also running Jack. Um James will be running both Harlan and Quill. Uh, Berta will be running Sash and Rain. And Wendy, as usual, will be running Iggy and Paul Hamilton, the Fey Opossum. The third. Uh, (laughs) And I'll do all the NPCs. So, um, you all find yourself um, standing outside the tower. A door is open. Um... You know, there is light shining in, I suppose, from the outside to the inside, such as there is light in Barovia. Um, what would you like to do? Well, um, I would like to talk to Esmeralda. She said she's got uh, a variety of things in that um, in that wagon she's got. And I would, you know, um, you know, the thing that I'm looking for right now and I know this is weird, but do you have like a, a pinch of sulfur in there? Well, um, let me take a look. And uh, she she opens up the door to the wagon, and you can kind of see that it as it kind of comes open, all kinds of things. You see a trunk, you see uh, an, a stove in there. She's got like a stove pipe that comes out of the top. Um, and you can kind of glance in as the light goes in and she's, she's got things hung on the walls in there that are, that are kind of indicative of things that she might need at different pieces. So she's got like, you see things that are clearly like a, something she might use if she was climbing. Uh, you see different sets of clothes as if she had to take on different personas. Uh, you see uh, a kit that, that you might recognize as either a healing kit or even a kit that might be one of disguise, um, perhaps both. You see copper pans, pots and pans. Um, you see a number of manacles, uh, as well as a shovel. Um, and then you kind of see her moving over to a wooden chest. And as she opens up the wooden chest, you know, it, it kind of looks like one of those, um, you know, tropey ty- kind of treasure chest that you might see on a, on a pirate movie or something. But as she opens it up, the the entire the interior curvature has got like um, shelves in it that have little bottles that are in the hole, so that even as they go face down, they don't fall out, and the and the the tops don't pop off. They're kind of angled in such a way as if 
by very meticulous design, this was designed to hold a lot of things. Um, and you see her kind of tinkering around and she pulls out this little white or this little glass vial, I should say. And in it, there's a powdery substance and she kind of gives it a sniff and goes, nope, 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 that's not sulfur. And she puts it back. <laughs> and um, then you, you see her kind of dig a little bit further in. And then finally she pulls out another one and she opens it up and goes, oh yeah, that, <clears throat> that'll clean your sinuses right out. That's usually what I use it for. And, and so she goes, I think this is what you need. And she hands it over to you and says, how, how much of that do you need? I just need a little pinch of it, if that's all right. Yeah, I, th- I think that you, I think that'll be fine. Go for it, or oh, well, thank you. No, no, no. We're, we're look. Uh, it's it's apparent to me that y'all are here on the same mission. If we're going to help each other, then we're going to help each other. Um, I agree. Uh, you know, unless you're what, unless you're not telling me the truth. Nope. I'm um, here. So, and if. if if you just want to knock a little bit into my palm, that's all I really need. And so you kind of see her pull it out and just kind of go tap, tap. And you just see there's a little bit of a few granulars. You know, Perfect. kind of like a pinch of salt might fall into your, your hand. Yep. And I've got my little uh, pouch of uh, components. And I open that up and just shake that off into there and now, cinch it back up. Because you were in there with her, you you noticed that the wooden trunk has got claw marks. And you see a battle axe, a flail, a morning star, and a light crossbow. And you see silvered crossbow bolts hanging from, you know, sort of like, have you ever seen those movies like when they open up their closet and they have all their weapons in the closet? And like, shh, shh, shh. It's kind of like that, only it's those kinds of weapons. But they all appear to be you know, silvered in nature. Um, so, yeah. That's it. Would Jack be smart enough to know what silver is used for right now? Uh, you're welcome to make a history check as Jack. And I will say, uh, that is an impressive collection that you've got there. So, is it the nine or, <laughs> is it the, nine or the 12? Uh, it's 12. That's 12. Sometimes like it. Yeah, sometimes it double clicks. Okay, that's fine. Just want to make sure I knew which one you were going for. So 12, I mean, you know, Jack, Jack's like, he probably doesn't know exactly what they're used for, but he, because he's not from this place, but he says something like, with a 12, he probably says something like, you know, and I've read books about, or not, no, he wouldn't even read a book. Uh, I've heard stories <laughs> about, you know, s- silvered weapons being used for against werewolves or something. Yes, so you said you said that uh, Jack wouldn't know because he's from this area, and I'm trying to think of like something that Southerners do that Northerners just don't, or like use a different material for something, and we we don't understand why. I mean, grits. I, I, oh, I don't get grits. Those are disgusting. <laughs> You're eating wet frying sand. everything. You're eating wet sand, and I don't understand why. Your obsession why was you frying things. This. It. It, it took it took about 10 years, but Chris finally found a, a recipe f- with grits that I like. I've been here almost 20 years now, and I still don't understand it. still don't get your sand, water. And Wendy, I'll put, I'll put the waistline of anybody from the south side of Chicago up against the waistline from anybody from southern Alabama, okay? I'm just saying. 
It's it's all of that really deep dish like pizza. <laughs> With apologies to people from Alabama and Illinois. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's really funny? I'd recently learned that Jet Sphere makes Detroit style pizza. And I've been to Detroit well enough to know that we don't make pizza like that. <laughs> like at all. So I got really confused when they said that. So, um, that's what Jack would know. Right. So now what would you like to do? And she's, you know, she's kind of organizing some things, you know, you see her. Right. And I was like, that is, a, that is an impressive collection of, uh, weaponry you've got there. Oh, this, this is just for the local riffraff of, of werewolves. Let me show you this. And she opens up another box and you see like sharpened wooden stakes and little holding patterns that are designed for uh, her serious prey. Now, she, that is a beautiful that is a beautiful thing you've got there. <laughs> and um, that's actually down kind of in the lower part of that um, trunk because you lift it up and there's like vials up top and then you see like a little quadrant with the spikes sitting up so to speak um you would also see like a steel mirror hung there uh, as well as something that looks like uh, just water so might that be blessed water could be has jack properly hit on isabel yet uh well if isabel ever shows up we'll find out but esmeralda I think Ezreal's got hit on plenty by Iggy and Gunloda last time. I think, and I think that Jack made a move, and or did he? I can't remember. I, I would have, I would have been the a one doing it. A lot of people did. Yeah. Can I, can I just roll a charisma now to make? Sure. Yeah. You can. <laughs> and then can Iggy punch him? <laughs> well, I want to, I want to roll to see if he, you know, see if. What do you think? Like performance or just a straight charisma? Oh, charisma's fine. You muted. Was that like a nat 20? Oh, no, it's a dirty 20. Oh, a dirty 20. Yeah. If, I click, if I click out to my web browser, I am no longer clicked on Zoom and my spacebar doesn't work anymore. Understood. This is why I have three monitors at home, so I don't, so I don't run into this error, like ever. Understood, understood, and 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 just for reference, Shane is back at the game store with a bunch of people I'm in the background. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So with the twenty, I mean, um, what does he do? I mean, you just you just you've rolled the charisma check. What does he do? <laughs> Say Pepsi, Coke, beer. Arnold Palmer, she's getting a drink for somebody. I'm just trying to throw her off because we're still in her head. She can hear us. Yep. Oh, yeah. She ordered a ginger ale, thank you, and I have no idea what she said outside of that. So I said, I said, so you rolled a twenty, a dirty twenty, which is a good roll, better than her roll to resist your charisma. But what does he do? I don't want to make it up for you. I've been doing that for the last three weeks. Listen, I've been working really hard. Okay. Um, you're like Melanie Griffith in Working Girl. 
I'm going to come back to that because I have a customer. So I'm going to think about what Jack does. Okay, so we'll come back to that. We'll hold that off. So uh, Esmeralda's organizing some stuff before Jack comes over. So this is still going on. Um, and so she's just kind of been showing you guys, uh, or you, just really you, James, and or Harlan, unless anybody else yep. is in there with you. You're just kind of looking at her inventory, and you realize that this wagon is built for a singular purpose. And there's a reason why she kept it hidden. Yeah, this is a... Uh... Well, uh, what is the, uh, is it, oh, what's the movie? Um, like, this is a, a very dangerous RV. Um, Stripes? Yes. <laughs> yeah, and, an RV, yeah. And she says, yeah, that's why I had to booby trap it. If, if somebody had run across this, it would have blown up. <laughs> oh, and that makes perfect sense to me. This is a. This is uh, again. I have to say, this is an amazing array of weaponry. I just, whew, I think we're it's, definitely on the same path here. It's been uh, it's been kind of hard to come by, but uh, you know, it uh, it it gets the job done. It, it's helped me uh, keep some people clear of some of these things, and you know, there's lots of weird things around here anyway. So, so um, um, so why'd you roll up on this um, on this tire here? Is there stuff that you want to? Well, this is um, well. No, this is where I would I would have expected um, von Richten to be. Um, this he's this has been a place that he's used on and off for the years. And when I heard he was back, I thought, well, I'll start with some of the known haunts. Um, and um, this one's just enough off the beaten path, and people kind of leave it alone as a derelict tower. That it's a good place for him to kind of. Um, get a beat on things, and um, you know he's kind of. I, I assumed he was a creature of habit, and I guess I should know that his his real habit is not not being consistent. That's probably why he survived so long. So, um, but I knew it was a safe place to put my uh, wagon. I'm a I'm a little obtrusive when I roll into town and with that thing, as you can imagine. So, I look for spots that I don't think are going to be stumbled upon accidentally um, where I can at least get out and check out the countryside, which is how I stumbled upon you all. I was, as I said, I was, had been with those Vistani and then I got wind that there were some strangers around and I just figured that was, that was, that was Von Richten style. I, <clears throat> Rick Tavio, I, I know I keep saying we should stick to that till we all, yeah. Anyway, so that's, uh, that's why so I was here. So while she's doing that, um, I'm... And remember the last time that uh, Iggy flew up around the tower as well and did a little bit of reconnaissance. Sorry, go ahead. Right. So uh, while she's doing this, I'm going to, like, just... I've got my insight, so I'll just go ahead and roll on that. Sure. And that ends up with a 14, just, you know, just sort of... It's the the inside thing is, or is just, like, does it feel like... She's the body language and so on. She's uh, telling us the truth. All of this feels like, I mean, all of this matches, but I just want to make no, sure. No, it's fair. Yeah, no, you, yeah. you you get the sense that at the very least she believes what she's telling you. All right, cool. So I'm going to say what she's doing with that. I'm like, well, uh, let's have a look inside that tower then. Uh, do you think, is there other stuff that sort of 
hangs out inside this, if he's not around, it looked pretty well sealed up. But is there something we might want to watch out for? Um, like bats. <laughs> well, it's it's been a while since I've been here and been inside the tower. Uh, I do know that there's an elevator in there that's got these. Uh, Wait, I don't know, I don't know this word elevator. Well, it's uh, it's it's really more of a lift. It, oh, if if you step on it and there are these there are these four if I recall right there are these four statues there the there's a ancient Barovian word that they use it's called golem oh and um these these golems um they won't attack you but I wouldn't attack them do they want fish um different golem and uh, golem, not a golem. Yeah. And they, um, if you say up, they'll take you up one level at a time. Um, that sounds pretty slick. I like that. So and so, like instead of stairs, you can go up that way. There are no stairs. Oh. It's the only. I mean, it's not a. You look at it and you you see it's not a very wide tower. So I mean, it's it's uh, it's like. The center shaft is is sort of like there's a chain based system, and she goes. It, it, it's 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 my understanding that this this tower once beyond once belonged to a um, a, a magician that was part of these lands back before the bad times. Um, and uh, you you you've already seen the wizard's name because it was on the 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 moniker of the doorway. Um, uh, Kazan was his name. Kazan, yep, yeah, there it is. Yeah, yeah. So, and it's still on the doorway. It's not like it disappeared. Uh, and he was the one that kind of set up the puzzle and um, all that stuff. All right. Y'all, uh, so we might find uh, Rictavio in here. We might also find... Maybe some other stuff that might help us find him, do you figure? Or? Like bats. <laughs> could be bats, could be something else. Could be smoky dragons, you never know. Let's smoky hope dragons? not. Dragons? Smoky dragons. So is there, so, um, I mean, well, at least we'll know if he's here or not, right? Probably, yeah. I mean,. I couldn't really tell if it, there were people in there when I flew up there, but... And Esmeralda's good for that, right? Like, hey! Yeah. Now, I will tell you, there are there is, if, if you kind of walk around the tower, you will notice that there is some rickety scaffolding on the outside that you could scale the tower from the outside, but they're kind of rotten. Right. I don't want to take fall damage. So... Huh? We still haven't had a long rest yet. No, no, we do. You need, do you need some cooking? Need some help? Did y'all take a long rest? We did. No, we did. After the I battle. Yep. Yep. No, we're all we're all fired back up. Yes. The battle, even there after are... the battle in the streets. I think I'm. I think I'm down to. I'm down four points. Oh, um, right, because the the. The bats and such, yes? Yep. Yeah. Oh, right. Okay, I should. I don't no, think I... it was bats. I think it was something else. But no, yeah. it was, I think there was bats. 
Well, there were bats. Yeah. I don't know. And Iggy's down a little bit. Yeah, 36. Yeah. Silence. But we had a long rest before that. Yes. Mm -hmm. Do you do you need healing? Who? You? Yeah, I probably do. I don't know if I can heal myself with these, but um, uh, use... how how far are you down? Stick. Uh, not bad. Well, I'm at max is forty three, and I'm at thirty six. So down seven. Yes, that I don't want to do math. <laughs> I had a quiz yesterday. I, Give me a break. <laughs> I'll give you five. Okay. All right. I didn't want to. I didn't want to do math today either. You are. Here. Okay. Go up by five. Nice. Gotcha. Thank you. Just double check. I'm looking at the encounter builder from last time. None of our NPCs are down. Okay. So. Um, Chris is not either. Rain is not. Okay. Right. So. Yep. All right, y'all. Shall we uh, head on in and see if we can find Rectavio? Sure. Don't see why right. not. Let's. Shall we wait until Jack uh, rejoins us? Um, I think that, and uh, or we just move on. Yeah, let's just move on. And we, okay. Cause All right. I don't know what's going on. It, it sounded like there was a lot of folks in the store. It did sound like that. All right. Yeah. Away we go. Onward and upward. So I'm not going to worry about a marching order, uh, quite yet. That's good. So we'll just kind of do this singularly. And then if we kind of get into something that we need to kind of sort that out, we will. Okay. So, um, so you, you go in the door and there's a flagstone floor and it's strewn with debris. And there are a number of old crates that are near the east wall. There's a torn curtain to the south that partially obscures the tower vestibule. And we're coming in from what direction? Uh, great question. Thank you. I would say that you're kind of... Um, you're kind of walking to the northwest into this building. From Actually, you know what? Let me let me let me take a quick look at something here. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I'm just gonna do this. You probably don't see it, do you? There you go. Not yet. Yeah. So oh, yeah, you're yeah, facing yeah. you're facing north. Okay. And evidently, I, I made everybody the right size except for Jack. Wow. Well, where is Jack? I see Jack there. Oh, I see why. Kind of hidden off the beaten path. There is literally oh tiny dude. Wow. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's because these maps are, but but I have to, you know, getting everybody to scale is is always an issue. I mean, you're just showing his true age. Exactly. So let me. Ba, 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 let me. Roll a 
So what's going on, guys? So I'm going to move the door. We're going into a tower, and there might be bats. <laughs> Yet again. Breaking bats. Bats. Why did it have I to be Halloween. bats? Yes. Bats. It was somewhere around Barstow, near the edge of the desert, when the drugs began to take hold. Where did all these bats come from? Yes. Okay. So I was making a reference to Vine, which I don't think Wendy's old enough to remember. Well, and Hunter Thompson. Uh, yeah. The Johnny Depp version or the real version? Um, I was going with the novel. So, yeah. <laughs> Fear and loathing and Barovia. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> That's where we are. Okay. So, uh, like I said, y'all can see that, I believe. You can see in there. Yes. Okay. So we go back to our descriptor. Um, so, um, so you see the flagstone floor. Uh, you've got the the south partially obscures the tower vestibule. Um, the five there's a five foot square indentation at the center of the floor that contains four pulleys attached to taut iron chains that chains that stretch up through a similarly sized hole. In the rotted ceiling, standed next to the chains, are four tall clay statues. If I can ask, does everyone else have half of this in black? Okay. Cool. Yeah, no, I, we have the dynamic lighting on, so you, you do you see any? What do you not see? Just out of curiosity. I literally see what would be considered an eye line into the thing. Yep, that's exactly what it's you... It's like just a strip. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's what yeah. you should see. Basically, this is also... Let me move your character. You can move your character. Like, if I put your character here, does that change? Not yet. And I, I can't move Hal for whatever reason. I have control over Quill. That's weird. Oh. You, you, you should be able to move yeah. him. Sash wants to kind of take a Oh, I can move Iggy, which is weird. I'm trying. Oh, yeah, that, that, that makes sense because I'm moving him and then you're moving him. I cannot yeah. move him. But I can't move Hal. That's just funny. That is funny. I can move Quill, though. Well, let me let me just. We can all move Quill? Are you logged in as James? I am logged in as James. I should be. I mean, yeah, yeah, I'm going to. I just I, I pulled you out and then there you should be able to move him now. Do. Where's Paul Hamilton? Paul Hamilton, my child. Nope, still move Quill. Still can't move Hal. That's bizarre. That is weird. I don't understand. I don't either. Uh, let's see. That's okay. I mean, this is just you know more for the purpose. Yeah. yeah. We, Paul Hamilton yep. got stuck in the shadow. <laughs> Poor Paul. <man. laughs> okay. Okay. So. Well, there we go. You're yeah, on. There it is. You're on the first. You're on the first floor. Um, I'm going to move Hal over here for just a minute so I can look at his... Nope, nope, now I've got him. Now uh, I've got him. Okay, you might have just... You might have just been tucked behind somebody and you couldn't see him. You were grabbing the that, wrong thing. Yeah. Yeah. They they kind of layer on some of these. So I'm going to I'm gonna move yeah. Ismark and Arena o sort of over here for now and Esmeralda as well just to kind of keep him out of the way and then I'll okay. pull them in as they narratively need to be there. Okay. okay. So y'all are there. Uh, she's already told you that they're golems or golems. However, it's like pecan, pecan. I don't know. <laughs> tomato, tomato. Well, I, I was just doing that for Wendy, just to separate uh, the uh, 
raw fish eating creature from Fair. the Jewish traditional. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and that's her. And that's her wagon. Okay. Yeah. Yep, yep. So we can. So it just sort of gives you the lay of the land of you know. I wanted to also give you scale. You can see the scaffolding that's kind of to the to the west that, that's that I was describing a few minutes ago. So yep. just wanting to give you a little bit of a view as to, to what you might see here. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. okay. oh, yeah, it looks pretty rotten there. Yep. All right. So, uh, well, y'all, let's uh, head inside and see what we can see. Okay. Well, the elevator, the elevator is a five foot space. So if you're going to use the elevator, you have to go one at a time. One at a time. Well, there aren't any stairs, right? Correct. Correct. And there's room to fly up. Um, you can fly up from the outside, but you were not able to get in it from the outside. Okay. So we're just going to have to go one at a time. Yeah. I will absolutely not go alone. I will put Gunloda on my shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> I can send Paul Hamilton in with you. All right. Well, now that you're I'll back, do you... will go if she needs to. Well, at some point, we need to resolve the whole charisma thing, but we won't worry about that right now. <laughs> okay. So, um... So, I, like, I'm willing to go on in. Okay. And we've got those boxes. So, the, the golems look like pretty much as Esmeralda had described them, it sounds Yeah, they're just clay statues. Yeah, holding the... Yeah, they're, they're like this. Um, right on. They're like, they're, 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 you know, you're, if, if you had ever been to the terracotta soldiers in China, they might remind you a little bit of that. Like, you don't see how they could possibly move so that there is something... You know, mystical about them, perhaps. And yet they're holding that shit right there. So yes, they are. Know. All right, because they're not terracotta; they're clay. <laughs> and there's a difference, there's semantically you know. speaking. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so those chains—they're—they're they're like they're holding them, right? Yeah. And they go; they disappear up into the ceiling. Yes. And they sort of come back down, or we see other chains could be the same chains. I, I, I'm I mean, assuming. yeah, you, you, you would. And then grab those four corners. So we could send Paul Hamilton scampering up those internal chains. Mm -hmm. Oh, we could. Could. That's so a good idea. Case, <laughs> like, I, I'm not sure that uh, Storm could handle the chains, but um, but Paul mm -hmm. could, certainly could. But I'm also looking at these. Just remember, so, you could never break. You could never break the chains. You know. That feels, Listen to the wind blow. It feels like a rumor i could maybe yep. break the chain okay <laughs> here you go again you say you want your freedom <laughs> so um so these boxes that we're seeing there so there's there's the stuff that's busted out right yeah uh, that's to our west yep uh and that looks like is there does it look like so we've got those boxes on the on the east does it look like that's busted up boxes there or does is are there like is there does it look like busted up furniture can we get a sense of what that's yeah is? so so you get the feeling that although this tower is here it's it's been here for a long time and it's you know slowly in a state of decay and so a lot of the what you see around you is debris like 
part of the ceiling has fallen down and um you know you can tell that this has been here for quite some time all right and those those other boxes there to the uh east of us those are those are new then or no 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 they're they've been there for quite some time they just haven't totally decayed but they have a little bit of you know visible mold on them there's a mist musty mildewy smell because you know you are on a across a causeway onto the onto this little small island right on uh, well i don't know about y'all but i'm kind of curious and so who all is now come inside there because we've got um Sash walked in okay Iggy's in there, as well as Paul Hamilton. Ismark's in there. Esmeralda's in there, and she's... The Avengers have assembled. Yes. <laughs> All right, so... Fair to say. Uh, Except most of them are dead at this point. I only snapped my finger once. <laughs> Gunloda would be in there, yes. And I think I Jack said something about going first. I don't know. I am not going to. Yeah. is on my shoulders because I am not going alone. And rain is in there. Okay, so we have like full up the space. Like y'all want to, uh, like y'all want to like bust open these boxes here, maybe to see if it that something that uh, Rectavia was left, or or you want to send like uh, Paul Hamilton up these chains and see uh, so how many levels do we think are on this thing. Um, well, you would know just from the survey of outside, right. okay. uh, there's about four levels. Four levels. Do we want to send, uh, send this uh, sweet little possum up there and see what we got? Hmm. Sounds like a good plan. Yeah. So we'll just send him up first and then see, what, see what's going on. See if what's Paul going Hamilton up. dies, it's your guys' fault, not mine. Well, from what I have experienced with Paul Hamilton so far is like, this old boy comes back to us, so he's he's got yeah. the the boomerang feet. The boomerang sweet, feature. He's a sweet little dude. I'm gonna go over and give him a little scratch behind his ears. <laughs> I can't make a spreading noise. Sorry. That's okay. Was, was that was that all Hamilton's laugh? No. <laughs> Something like that. Just, no. just all just get scratched by me. <laughs> right now, I'm thinking of the guy from Beavers and Butthead. Oh yeah. <laughs> You mean Beavis and Butthead? Yeah. They both made that sound. Fair. Yeah. Fair. So Iggy, want to send this little dude up and see what he can tell us about it? Yeah, sure. And then Iggy does the shoulder thing and then her eyes go white as they do Paul Hamilton's eyes. And and Paul Hamilton, who has just sort of been sniffing around as, as you kind of come in, it's kind of like... Um, you know, you working with some sort of robotic, all of a sudden it's like he, he zones in on where you want him to go. And so he scritters over to the chain that's closest to him and begins his little ascent um, up the chain. Uh, and it, there's just enough room for him to kind of squeeze through. And he is currently on par with the second floor. There's a square hole in the middle where the, the lift would come up and the chains continue on up. Um, so assume he's about 10 feet away from you. 
Yeah. We're going to assume that it was like an eight-foot ceiling and that there's some some distance between the floors. So he's up there now. What would Do you want him to continue to climb or do you want him to investigate anything on this floor? Can, what, do you, what can he see on this floor? Um, do, um, let me just double check <laughs> something here. Trying to remember if we gave him dark vision. <laughs> so, I uh, thought we he all does. Had yes, he has vision. blind sight, dark vision, and tremor sense. Okay, thank you. I see it now. I had to refresh. So, does everybody have, have dark vision but me? I think Am so. I the only person? Even the well, but I, has but dark I thought, I thought he made rain made goggles. Rain made goggles. That's right. Okay. okay. Got the goggles. All right. So Do that's I fine. I'm an owl. I'm yes, you're an owl. Of yeah. course you do. Yeah. Can I see in the dark? I'm an owl. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't. to fly straight into that tree. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. Um, so he kind of gets up there and there's, you know, um, he sees cobwebs. Uh, it looks like a dusty room that hasn't been in in quite some time. There's a wooden plank flooring. Um some of it looks a little bit rotten. Some of it looks like it's, well, you know, you can just tell it's fallen through because you saw what clearly used to be there down on the floor below. But there are some some parts of it, I suppose. Okay. Paul Hamilton, or rather Iggy controlling Paul Hamilton, sees that there's nothing up there and moves up farther. Okay. Just keeps climbing. Because she doesn't want to run in with bats. <laughs> Um, yes. so up on the third floor, this, uh, is the room that seems to be the most damaged. Uh, the, the, everything in here is basically destroyed. There's, there's mold and, and mildew on the walls. The wooden floor is completely rotten and has begun to fall away in pieces, places rather, um, in the middle of the room is a is a, that same five foot square that that also is in the ceiling, and you see the rusty chain uh, in each corner, which is the same ch- chain that he's climbing on. Um, I see the rusted chain. Yeah, it keeps moving. Keeps moving to keep everyone in this chat from singing. So. Um, Okay, you know, if you guys need to work out your dad daughter <laughs> issues, no, this no, this is absolutely uh, can, on par. So we're good. We can do it under another show. <laughs> um, so unlike the levels below, as you get up to that top floor, and and because you have buzzed around it outside, you kind of begin to see sort of the other side of the view of what you had seen uh, in there. It um. It is of all the rooms that he's been in, it's the one that seems to have had the most recent habitation. And although he has that same sense of uh, mold and mildew that you can't smell it because you don't, he doesn't transmit that to you, but you kind of get the sense that 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 hasn't changed for him. But but this room has a number of creature creature comforts, like a, a bed that looks pretty comfortable from his perspective and your perspective. 
There's a desk with a matching chair. There's the tapestry seemed to be a little bit more intact. And there is a large iron stove with plenty of wood to feed it. And light enters through the arrow slits um, of the windows, which is what you had seen through when you flew around. And there is a standing suit of armor and a wooden chest. And he sees wooden rafters above that seem to be holding up the tower roof, but there's a little bit of a bend to them as if, um, you know, like the rest of this place, it's, it's on, you know, it tracks, it's on par, you know? Okay. Um, and then he also sees mounted to those rafters, the pulleys around which the iron chains are hanging that are part of the, of the, um, the elevator shaft. So someone has been here pretty recently. Uh, it does appear that, yes. Okay. To him. To you, which you see through him. Okay. I, but I do have a cat in my lap, yes. But um. Is that like a catamaran? <laughs> Never mind. I, we, we can actually hear the purring. That's amazing. I'm not surprised. He has a very loud purr. Don't you, Holmes? You're a very big cat. You <laughs> weigh like... 30 pounds, and it's not comfortable <laughs> at all, but I love you, and therefore I will not give you off my lap yet. Um, I, I'm so just going to tell us about uh, what... Uh... Do you see those really sad eyes looking up when she falls fast? Really <laughs> <laughs> Holmes, Holmes, look in the camera. Oh, he just wow, always has good. really big eyes. It's adorable. It's pretty. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so Iggy, well, Paul Hamilton will come back down, and Iggy will then inform everyone of what they saw. Okay. And again, on the second level, it looked pretty clear. There just wasn't a whole lot going on there, right? Right. Okay. Is there really a good reason to go up? Well... I'm going to, I'm going to do a, uh, Hal here, you know, uh, if Esmeralda's looking for her mentor, Rictavio, um, it looks like, you know, from what, uh, Iggy's saying, or yeah, Iggy's saying about, um, that fourth floor, like that's maybe where his hidey hole is and that might have some clues about where he's going. So, I don't know. It might be worth exploring to see if there's some some stuff up there. What do you uh, What do you think, Esmeralda? Well, um, I I do believe that uh, if if he's been here recently, there might be some clues as to at least what he's up to, um, and maybe where to find him. But uh, like I said. Uh, He's not acting the way I had, had thought he would act, so I, I could be wrong. Maybe he doesn't want you to find him. Well, don't, don't think that thought hasn't crossed my mind. Um, we, we, you know, we, we didn't leave on the, uh, the best of terms, as I explained last time. You know, for a while there, he was kind of like a, father figure for me and then for a time there I thought we were kind of sparking and then we just sort of 
fell apart. Holmes. <laughs> Alright, Holmes can play Paul Hamilton. That's fine. Not a problem. But Paul Hamilton, stop looking for snacks. <laughs> Holmes, stop, stop trying to eat my plastic. Yeah. So and that and there's that uh, suit of armor up there which looks like I can't use it, but that sounds pretty sweet. Is it is it jack sized? <laughs> Does Jack, do you think Jack is worthy of a suit of armor? Um, Absolutely. Well, Have you seen my battle axe? Don't, don't forget that we're in somebody's basically home. Okay, but does Jack actually care about that? No. No, he does not. No, but you have a paladin with you. Yeah, and that's why I'm saying, like, let's roleplay it. You want to stop me, you got to stop me. <laughs> <laughs> I, grab I a spider oh that is a good point if you probably you know just threw a spider in front of me I won't do it yeah check there are spiders in the look how shiny it is though you haven't seen it yet y'all have not gone up the elevator you've just heard about it hearing about it yeah and you're you're asking you're asking an owl you're asking an owl fay who saw it through the eyes of an opossum if it would fit you. <laughs> sure! <laughs> well, I don't know, y'all. Um, I feel like it might be worth getting up there. Esmeralda, I mean, I don't know. What do you think? You, do you want to go up and see if there's some stuff up there? or Some information? or? Well, yeah, I, I'd like to go. Um, All right. You know, uh, but I, you know, again, I, I feel like I'm, I'm, I don't want to be the one to hold y'all back. I brought y'all here to get my wagon and help Arena with her affliction. And, uh, th that's well, okay too. But, uh, yeah, we can go up there and check it out. You know, and I got, I got a feeling that, that, I mean, I, however vexed your relationship might be uh, with Rick Tavio, um, there might be some, there might be some helpful stuff up there. I, I'd be willing to go on up and see, see what, see what's what. Okay, so you'll have to go one at, wanna... you have to go one at a time. Right on. Um, because although you could probably get on each other's shoulders, you, you get the sense, based on what you've seen thus far, that. There, there might be a weight limit. These are very tired-looking golems. How dare you assume that Jack and Jamuda are heavy people? I didn't say anything about them being yeah, heavy people. Yeah, it sounds people. like you're fat-shaming me. I'm very <laughs> Well, to Jack, be fair, the Jack entire the entire time you've been gone, Jack has sat in the corner and eaten nothing but bonbons. <laughs> okay. okay, first off, Jack makes up for his intake with exercise, uh, playing his guitar. Of shivering very, in fear? No. Lane's Gwendolyn burns a lot of calories. Like, a lot. So, Are you sure that's so not just the shivering in fear? So what, you're saying, so what you're saying is you play guitar the way that Chris Keener plays guitar. 
<laughs> I, I was thinking he just hung out with a big dog and had Scooby snacks. All right. So who is who is all who is going up and how high are you going and who's going first? Am I being limited by the DM and allowing me and unloaded to go? No, not at all. Cool. Me and but you might not make it more than a few inches. So let's try. Okay. Do you want? Wow. So you want a are, are, come after are they are they the first ones to get in there? No, Iggy will go first. Fine, Iggy. Someone else will be up there when Jack eventually breaks this. Okay. <laughs> so Iggy and Paul I Hamilton not get on it well, first. And I'm going to go ahead and move Iggy up to the fourth floor. And you won't see it yet, Iggy, till everybody else is up there, unless you want to look around real fast. Mm, no, Iggy's already technically seen it. Fair, fair, fair. So now, now who is going up? So, so, so actually, what happens is Iggy steps on it, and nothing happens. And she kind of looks at the golems and kind of looks at the chains and kind of shakes on the chains and nothing happens. And then she looks up and just basically says up. And all of a sudden you all hear this creakiness as the golems begin to move and the chains in their hands, they each just begin to pull in a rhythm. And as they do, you see the, 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 the platform that you're standing on begins to lift with each pull and you just make your way slowly past the first floor a hole and you all see this this platform go up and you just see the chain cons continuing to drop down and, and what you notice is that there's like a hole in the floor where the chain descends into um, as if it might be gathering at the bottom of like a, a repository of some sort for the chains and they continue to to lift in the same rhythm so that there is that same although it's a bit jerky you know you're kind of like you know on a like on a, a boogie board if you will because you've got some movement as you you, you kind of stay to the center and it, it it takes you all the way up and, it, and slowly as you emerge in that room you begin to see with a bit more clarity um, what they had all seen. And so you, you step off. Yes. And as you do, a few heartbeats go by and then you begin to see it descend again and the chains begin to come over the pulley and that same rhythmic beat, if you will, of the movement of the chains descends down. And you said it was a heartbeat rhythmic, not like some kind of pattern rhythmic? No, I just said that in, like she gets off and then just a few heartbeats and then it begins to descend. I was just using that for dramatic uh, effect. That wasn't anything. Yeah, I was thinking a secret puzzle. It's alive. Okay. Um, so Gunloda and Jack are going next. Is that what you said? Okay. So... Um, they step on. 
and it's a five foot by it's a five by five spot. So y'all are either clinging together. Then Loda's on my back. And Loda's on your back. So like a piggyback style or like over yeah, your backpack. Uh, okay. Full armor. Yes. Okay. And then Loda's going to be the smart one and realize you need to say up to go up. Okay. So she says up and the chains begin to move and there's a little bit of a catch. But you notice that you begin to lift off the ground. Because Jack sucked it in a little bit more. Because Jack sucked it in a little bit more. And you make it past the first fold of the threshold. And uh, it's, it's, it's going, but the rhythm seems a little off because of the extra weight of more than one humanoid. Um, but we made it up and that's Well, you've made it past the first floor. You're now making it uh, past the next floor. And there is a, a bit of a, 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 of a creaking sound coming from above that you, you all didn't notice before, but you actually all downstairs can actually hear this creaking. And, and, and Iggy, as you're up there, you notice that the, the pulleys are, are, are straining a little bit um, against the ceiling. Iggy mutters to herself, oh, fuck. <laughs> and you can see them beginning to bend just a little bit as you see the two of them emerge um, through the floor. And it stops, but you notice that it stops just a few inches below where it stopped for you. It's like that the strain has met its limits and the bend of those pulleys have just lowered it just a few inches that it's where you got there. It was pretty much mesh with the floor. And, and now Guys, it's, and get now off it's a little off. Now. Jack's going to jump. With Gunload on his back. I need a dexterity save. I'm sorry. Fourteen. Uh, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you that that Jack is able to jump off and land and not have. Um, I should probably make Gunloda do a dexterity save too. Why don't you do one for her? <laughs> Let's just see if Gunloda does okay. Oh shit! Gunloda does fine. Yep, they're fine. Good okay. job. Um, it's a few more heartbeats than before, almost as if the, the golems downstairs are kind of like, that was hard. Uh, and then you begin to see the of the rhythm of the chain as it descends, uh, back down on the floor. So now we have Jack and Gunloda up here, uh, as well. See, that was fine. You did it, guys. Jack, what the fuck? <laughs> I'll hop on that. I don't appreciate your language, Izzy. <laughs> I don't appreciate you not thinking through your actions. 
Well, you don't know me well enough. I always do. Well, you haven't been here for the past two sessions. <laughs> That's a little more, uh, yeah, metagame there. That's it, Joe. I'm done. I'm leaving. <laughs> wow. No, apparently I got replaced. Whatever. I'm not the youngest anymore. Two, two, two. Two player characters. Guys, I'm going home. Two player characters walked into the game tonight. How many walk home? <laughs> um, okay, so um, what I would like for the rest of you, because the system has been somewhat compromised. Thanks, Jack. Um, the remaining characters will need to roll for their just one roll. I'm not going to make you roll per floor. Um. Who's going next? You said Hal's going next? Yeah, sure. So give me a roll, Hal. I do want to remind everybody that I uh, that was a that was a two. That was a great roll there, Hal. Yeah, I know. Is it a is it a straight roll? Yeah, just a straight roll. No, just it's a, a gay roll. Just a two. That's what I got. Just a two. Okay, so as Guys, you don't, don't overlook Wendy's funny joke. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so my dance good. class doesn't either. I thought it. I thought it was a very happy roll as well. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. I was. I was using the 1940s definition of the word. Yeah. I realized. Um, okay. So, with apologies to people from the 1940s and people who identify as gay, or who are gay, or whatever Apology the appropriate thing is. <laughs> or not. You're from the 1940s. Did not know. Um, all right, so so uh, moving forward. So with a two, um, it begins to move, but you notice uh, halfway up, one of the chains gets out of sync with the other, and it tilts. And you're around the between the the around the second floor that this happens, and I need you, need you to make a dexterity check, please, sir. Okay. Don't roll a two. Ah, no, that was a uh, 17 plus, uh, so 18 altogether. So just as you're about to lose your balance off of it, um, you're able to use your elf-like reflexes and, and just kind of stable yourself and kind of shift your weight to kind of stabilize some things like and, I'm and, and as you kind of work up to the next hole it's like the chains that were out of sync kind of lock in and you continue up the way um into the top floor and now you are up there uh as well let me find your dude and i will holler back down and say watch out y'all it's a trap <laughs> this is an admiral uh akbar yeah, yeah thank you uh, this is an Admiral Akbar. It's more like this, it's a little, it's a little unsteady, y'all. Be careful. Where is Hal? Um, you know, um, he's trying to. I see out, him. Like what all the power means and like where it's all come. Oh no, I, 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 he's I, contemplating I, life. I, I see him. I just couldn't find him on my. Yeah, okay, okay. So who's next? Uh, Quill, because why the hell not? I'm running him too. All right, so Quill will go. So go ahead and give right. me a give He's me. my half elf brother elf. So I need him to roll, please. And that's going to be a twelve. A twelve, okay. So he gets on it and it begins to lift him up. No worries. All right. Makes it to the top. And he's good. Pops up and says, "How? Oh, what the fuck, man? 
was, that was easy. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. He's like, that's how it's done in the woods, buddy. <laughs> yeah. He's a wood elf, right? Yeah, I think uh, so. Yeah. Okay. Uh, who's next? Rain will go. Rain's going to go. Okay. Rain has a 19. 19. Rain is up there, no problem. <laughs> she pra- he practically levitates. Up. Now, Irina is going to go. She gets 14, so she is good to go. Who wants to be the last to go? It can be Esmeralda. It can be Ismark. It can be Shoshana. Esmeralda says, I'm ha- I- I'm happy to go last. I've, I've been up there before. I-, I-, I don't mind watching our flank. I'll go. I'll go. All right, so give me a I look. got a six. You got a six? Okay. Shoshana... Um, Prepare your decks roll. You you right. go up and around that second floor spot, around the same spot that uh, that Hal had a little bit of issues. You begin to feel some unsteadiness in the ramp, and I need you to make a dexterity save, please. Nine. Nine. Yeah, you you you're just not able to stay stable, and as you f- kind of fall off. You, you hit the floor kind of on your side, and as you do, um, you fall through the floor and take a, basically a 20-foot drop. Awesome. And you take... You're wearing your armor, right? Yeah. You take... Seven points of bludgeoning damage. And um, you all notice upstairs as the elevator arrives with nobody on it. Ooh. And then it waits a few seconds. Shoshana, you okay? <laughs> it Stop, begins to go. Damn you, Jack! Back down. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't, don't, don't be hating on Jack. <laughs> I, I I made him take me too, says Gunloda. After so, evidently she's drunk. I don't know why. <laughs> she's always drunk. Fair. Well, she's gonna gonna look around and see if she sees anything while she's down all the way down here. Yeah. She's going to slowly drag she, herself she, up. She sees the floor or <laughs> she face planted. <laughs> um did she land on her shield? Okay, well, I, I figured she fell forward anyway, so. All right. Um, Probably, yeah. Yeah. So, um, and of course, you know, as you fall through, Ismark and uh, Esmeralda are there, and they're like, oh, um, you know, are, are you okay? Are you okay? You know, and uh, Ismark is like, oh, let, let, let me let, let me help you up, and, and he helps you up, and he kind of dusts well, you off. I do I do want to look around first. You could have done anything that I you're back down on the first floor. Oh, I'm on the first floor. You okay, fell, you I fell off, down. and you went through the floor that was rotting, and you went 20 feet all the way down okay. to the bottom. Yeah. Okay, I thought um, I went through like. No, 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 no. You landed on the floor where the golems were and where they were, and so, gotcha. so they they okay. they kind of help you up, and you know, Esmeralda's saying, um, uh, "Do you, do you need some 
some pain relief or something. I got some uh, to help the pain out my car. You got to scratch or my wagon. Um, I don't know what a car is, but I know what a wagon is. Um, you could have done. You could have role played it where you landed in like a like a, a really cool pose, and some really hot Russian woman should have out of nowhere was like such a poser in a Russian accent that I can't do. I, I could have I could have had Ismark and Esmeralda do dexterity rolls to see if she fell on them. But I didn't. Let's not do that. Because then they would have had to have taken some damage. This is the second time tonight that my cat cat has tried to get behind my chair for no reason. They're like camera. You make that comment. You make that comment. Your dad laughs every single time my cat gets on top of my desk chair. Every single time he just starts busting out laughing. Is that a different cat than we saw earlier? Yes, yes, it is. Uh, Okay, just. I didn't. I didn't know if we had. I didn't know if we had a costume change or something. Oh, yes. very much so. Okay. That was Suki. Okay. Well, he also lost. I do love know, the like kitties. Twelve pounds. Please. So does Shoshana want to go up again, or does she want to let the other two? I think I'm going to chill right here. Okay. <laughs> so with that, Ismark makes his move. So come here, off it. No, here we go. Um, oh, he rolled a four. So he gets yeah. on the uh, the elevator. And I got to pull up his sheet so I can do his little dexterity move because he's going to have to do one. His, um, you, 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 and you all upstairs, you can see that as, after this has happened, that the, the bend in the, the pulley system is, is beginning to happen again. Uh, uh, but he is able to, uh, with an, with a 12, he's able to stabilize it. And, and this mark emerges on the upper part of the, of the, the tower. Can we ask what happened to Sushana? Uh, she fell through the roof, the ceiling. <laughs> um, she left a Shoshana-sized dent in the floor. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, but yeah, she she's okay though. So uh, Esmeralda's turn, I presume. She rolled an eight. Sounds about right. She rolled an eight, so now she's on the thing. And oh, she's got pretty good decks, though. So she gets to that same spot where it gets a little unstable. And she's fine. She comes up. She rolled a 15, she rolled a 15 plus for a 19. She's, she's totally fine. Ooh. All right, so. I just saw a green circle and a pitch black. So that's fine. Uh, you guys are all the way up at the top now. I'll, uh, ah, yes. Y'all are up there. Ooh. So uh, we just got to get Shoshana up there. I'm, I'm good. You're going to stay. <laughs> you're going to stay down there. I'm just going to hang out down here. <laughs> okay. So do you want us to yell down what we find? Well, it sounds like there's not a lot up there. So. All right. So I'll, I'll, I'll there might be, the door. there <laughs> might be bats. There might be. So let me uh, put that guy there on the on the board. Um, so you're on the fourth floor, and uh, you can see that there's a wooden stove. Um, and Esmeralda kind of looks around the room and looks in the stove, and she goes, 
Yep. That's kind of what I expected he would do. He's burned all of his notes. Um, Did you eat him for dinner? Or is that what and she points to the wooden. Homework. She points to the wooden stove and says he burned all of his notes. Um. Uh, but. And then she looks around. She goes, but this might be useful. And she she pulls out a map. And that she finds this a rolled up map that was tucked under the bed and, and, and you you see her open it up and y'all look at it and you you don't recognize all of it, but you recognize places that you've been and you realize that this is a complete map of all of Barovia. Whoa. And so you see Velaki, you see Barovia, you see Argon Vostalt, you see the places that you've been, you see the places that you've heard about. That you haven't been yet, but now you have a full scope of of the map of Barovia. So that means the big map of Barovia that we're using from now on. I will turn off all dynamic lighting. You should be able to get a feel for that. That is awesome. Okay. Um, and she also says, "Well, this is interesting." And she she pulls up a piece of paper that's kind of like a burned page of the journal of one of his notes that, that appears to have not made it into the fire. And so she says, hold on a minute, I got to find that. Uh, this, this, I can't believe you're unprepared. No, I'm, I'm prepared. It's just, uh, I'm antagonizing. You don't actually have to explain. So it's from the journal of Rudolf von Richten. And uh, I'm going to read it. I'm going to read this to you guys. Okay. I'm going to enlarge it so that I can actually read it to you guys. And, And it says... For more than three decades now, I have undertaken to investigate and expose creatures of darkness to the purifying light of truth and knowledge. Hero, I am named in some circles. Sage and master hunter, I am called in others. That I have survived countless supernatural assaults is seen as a marvel among my peers. My name is spoken with fear and loathing among my foes. And no, I did not prepare for that. (laughs) In truth, this virtuous calling began as an obsessive effort to destroy a vampire that murdered my child. And it has become for me a tedious and bleak career. Even as my life of hunting monsters began, I felt the weight of time on my weary shoulders. Today I am a man who has simply lived too long. Like, re- like a regretful lich, I find I felt the weight of time on my weary shoulders. Today I am a man who has simply lived too long. I think I'm rereading this here. Ah, here we go. I'm sorry. Like a regretful lich, I find myself inexorably bound to an existence I sought out of madness and seemingly must now endure for all eternity. 
Of course I shall die, but whether I shall ever rest in my grave haunts my idle thoughts and torments me in my dreams. I expect those who think of me as a hero will change their minds when they know the whole truth about my life as a hunter of the unnatural. Nevertheless, I must reveal here and now that I have been the indirect yet certain cause of many deaths and the loss of many good friends. Mistake me not. I do not merely feel sorry for myself. Rather, I come to grips with the devastating realization. I now see I am the object of a baleful Vistani curse. More tragically, the nature of this hex is such that I have not borne the brunt of it. Instead, far worse, those who surround me have fallen victim to it. I have related the tragic story of my only child, Erasmus, was taken by Vistani and sold to a vampire. I explained how Erasmus was made a minion of the Night Stalker and how it was my miserable part to free him from that fate at that point of a stake. What I have neglected to illuminate before is how I tracked Erasmus' kidnappers across the land or how I extracted Erasmus's whereabouts from them. In fact, the Vistani took, my, took Erasmus with my own unwitting permission. They had brought an extremely ill member of their tribe to me one evening and insisted that I treat him. But I was unable to save the young man's life. In fear of their retribution, I begged the Vistani to take anything of mine if they would only withhold their terrifying powers of which I knew nothing. To my lasting astonishment, they chose to surreptitiously take my son in exchange for their loss. By the time I realized what had occurred, they were already an hour gone. Incensed beyond reason, I strapped the body of the dead young man to my horse and doggedly followed the Vistani caravan through the woods, naively allowing the sun to set before me without seeking shelter from the night. Shortly after darkness fell, I was beset by the undead that would have slain me had not their master, a lich, intervened and spared my life for reasons I do not completely understand. He somehow detected me and with his powerful magic took control of a pack of zombies that wandered the forest. He spoke to me through the, through the mouths of dead things and placed a magic ward against undead on me then animated the dead Vistani and bade it tell me where I could find its people. Unfortunately, I say in hindsight, the plan worked. I found the child stealers, and my unwelcome entourage included a growing horde of voracious undead that could not touch me thanks to the lich's ward. When I found the caravan, I threatened to set zombies on the Vistani unless they returned my dear boy. They replied that they had sold, sold him to the vampire Baron Metus. Something inside me snapped. I released the zombies and the entire tribe was eaten alive. Yet the story has not ended. Before she died, the leader cursed me, saying, Live you always among the monsters and see everyone you love die beneath their claws. Even now, so many years later, I can hear her words with painful clarity. A short time later, I found my dear Erasmus made into a vampire. 
He begged me to end the curse, which I did with a heavy heart. The darkness had torn him from my loving arms forever, and I foolishly believed that the curse exacted its deadly toll. I wept into an insatiate desire for vengeance, filled the bottomless rift in my heart. Okay, and I'm going to put that in the group chat so y'all can refer to it later. Because Okay, so I knew there was mention of the other witch. At the beginning, he said, like a lich, correct? So he's not a lich. Well, he was referring to himself as a li- uh, like a lich, um, and then he later uh, referred to himself, uh, referred to a lich. Yep. Okay, but I really don't like the idea of a vampire and a lich. Like, that just sounds like a lot. Agreed. And and liches are, I think liches are more scary than vampires. My, my thought. Okay. So I would like to not. Well, I'm just not going to change the story because of what you don't like. <laughs> okay. No offense. Whatever. I see how this. Okay. Yep. So um, she finds that um, she she either reads it aloud or she's passed it around and everybody's read it. Um, and I put it in the chat uh, in the Discord under handouts. It. So you now have a piece of, and, and um, as she reads it, she goes, well, he, he's telling you our story. Um, my family was, was one, was part of that Vistani tribe. And that's how he and I came to know each other. And he had threatened to kill us, but instead, I joined him and learned from him. And in the process, spared my family his wrath. In a way, I felt like I was atoning for Erasmus, not knowing that I could never be his son, but that I could be the one that he passes his knowledge on to. And it worked for a while till we had our falling out. Like I said, he started as a father figure and, you know, being, being young and foolish, I, I thought there was more at one point. But I was just being foolish. And we parted ways, and since then I have struggled to become what I hoped he would teach me to be. And I think together we can end this curse. Uh, Shoshana, are you still with us? Roberta? Yes, I am. I I would... Yeah, you're down at the bottom. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I need for you to please make a perception check. Okay. Let's use a different die for this one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm failing tonight. That would be a nat one. Ah, okay. Um, 
Can we put some Fs in the chat? Yes, F in the chat. So, you don't hear anything until you hear a voice from outside that basically says, Well, cornered at last. And just a bunch of laughter. Can I tell what kind of laughter? And you hear, well, there's only one laughter, and the, the other things you hear are like snarls and growls. and Wonderful. Then all of a sudden, a howl that is joined by another howl that is joined by a cacophony of howls. Well, fuck. Amen. Is that the right response to that? I don't know. But. <laughs> so. <clears throat> um, you all in the top of the tower hear the howling through the arrow slits. Uh, guys? Back up would be good. We're going to have a look at those arrow slits, I think, is what we're going to do. Okay. Um. So, looking outside the arrow slits, you see, well, are you looking to the north, the south, the east, or the west? What, can we tell what direction the howls came from? They're coming almost as if they're around you. The so are, do we have, yeah, do we have slits? And like how many, uh, on which direction? And so well, on? if you look at your map, I mean, you can kind of see that there's you, there's slits all the way around. I mean, you have them to the north, south, east, and west, northwest, southwest, okay. east. The one that's closest to the door. Well, the door is in the floor where you are, so you. Well, no, the, the, the door of the. the so you would like to look south. So okay, as 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 you look south, biggie. as you okay. look south, you see, um, a humanoid, a human, standing almost where the road is in front of the door. And he is very, his clothes are torn. He's a very. He's bearded. He's got a lot of body hair, but he's definitely in, in a human form. And around him are um, a number of wolf-like creatures that also appear somewhat humanoid. And, um, and then around them is actual wolves, like a whole pack. So you you see that there's one individual who's the one laughing. The wolves and the werewolves appear to be the ones that are howling. And they seem the wolves are all the way seemingly are around the the tower, but the humanoid and the werewolves appear to be facing the door. And 
And so, I, like, I'm going to be up the north side looking out. Yeah, you guys I... are up top. Y'all, y'all are in the tower. I mean, yeah. So I'm looking out north, and like we're we're hearing all of this howling. And as I look out, what do I? What is? What is Halsey? Are you looking to the south? The. You look in the same direction that we just described, or are you looking in a different direction? No, no, no. The the opposite direction. I, okay. The entry, you, the entry is to the south. The entry would be to the south. North. Okay. So if you look yeah, to the north, you north. so if you look to the north, you see the water. Because remember, you're okay. kind of on a little island with a causeway to the south. Right. And then you see some wolves kind of down on the ground below. So, okay. Yeah. And Quill is over to the east. Um. Yes. Are, I have a question. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and here I'll give you guys. Wait. I'm gonna. I'm gonna give. I don't know. Hope, let me. Hopefully you'll be able to see this. What do y'all? Y'all don't see any. I, you know, I'm just gonna turn off the dynamic lighting because it doesn't matter now. I, what? What kind of creature is a werewolf? Um. If you give me one moment, I will answer your question. Are you asking me if it's an, if it's considered undead? Uh, aberration, celestial, elemental, fey, or fiend? Great question. I can tell you that in just one moment. So the, the it is considered a medium humanoid. So it's just okay. Yeah, it's because it's it's a human that that changes forms. Okay. Good question, well, though. Good question, though. Dang it. But I would like to point out that you are on the first floor alone in a tower that has a puzzle door on it, and that, as far as I know, the door is still open. Can I close the door? You can. Can yeah. I close the door, <laughs> <laughs> I just thought I would point that out. Seems like a good, yeah. Yeah, I, I'll close the door. Okay. The door slams shut. And now what? Um, the voice that was laughing is like, cornered, have our prey cornered up a tree. Just the way I like it. We can wait here all day. And that... We just want her. And that voice is coming from the south. Yes. All right. So we can all, or some of us, I want to have a look at the south window and see if that's a dude that seems familiar. Okay. So make a perception check. Sure. Uh, that's. 16 plus uh, 17 altogether. 17. Um, yeah, he doesn't look familiar to you at all. Um, okay. <laughs> I mean, uh, but Esmeralda comes over and takes a peek, and you kind of see the blood run out of her face as she turns very pale. 
Is it just the one or it's more, right? Oh, there's um you guys have had an opportunity to kind of look out the uh the window. There's um about this guy, six werewolves and nine wolves. And they have you surrounded. They have the tower surrounded. Does the one who looked like who is talking look like he's like the ringleader? Well, yeah, and that's when Esmeralda looks and says, Oh shit. <laughs> it's Carol. Next door neighbor's name. Kirill? K-I-R-I-L? Yeah. Cool. You can tell him that he's a werewolf. Um Yeah, these these uh yeah. Can these, I cast a spell? Sure, absolutely. I wanna I wanna cast Hideous Laughter. Okay. On on Kel? Is his name Kel? Uh, his name is Kirill. Kirill. Sure. Okay, I need Kirill to make a wisdom saving throw. Um, you know, as you go to cast the spell, you know, hey, I don't you, like what you're doing. you notice that nothing happens. And it's funny because the entire time you've been in this tower, you just haven't felt like you're on your game as it relates to certain abilities you might have. I'm sorry. Are you talking about my certain abilities not being up to snuff? It's almost, it's, it's almost. I've never had a problem performing for anything. It's almost as if the magician who made this tower put in a few protections to make sure that no one could come and take his elder wand. I call bull. I'm done. I didn't lose my stuff. Walk. Just, I don't make the rules about this tower. That's exactly what you do. You, you, make, you make the whole rules of the game. You do whatever. Like, oh crap, I don't make the rules. I literally have a t-shirt that says, I'm the DM, I make the rules. Yes, I know you do. All right, so, your hideous laughter fails. <laughs> that is a hideously effective finger though I like it as um, this is happening so we, we, as we this is happening go you... over there and kind of pull his and then just nothing right yeah If all, 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 all the magic users is long so there is a there is a an anti-magic Thing around this particular tower that that also is a bit on the perimeter, so you're going to lose that ability for the next as long as you're in a certain vicinity of the tower. Um, what you also okay. notice is that the werewolves begin to ransack the wagon. That okay? That's not good. No. All right. So we got. Got a couple folk who do some good stuff from long range. Um, so Quill, um, it's gonna. Let's see here. What can the man do, or the elf? Rather, I don't mean to be racist about that. Um, 
Can I, are there any windows that I can see out of? Um, no. Okay. I don't, uh, well, well, actually, you know, uh, no, because just the door was the only thing that you had there. Okay. And I want to just, and you do hear outside though, you do hear wolves walking up and down the scaffolding that's outside that does lead up to the second floor. Okay, so so all the magic users are feeling a little bit, shall we say, off. That's that's a way to think about it. Sure, a little, a little not so fresh. Okay, um, and so, but Quill, on the other hand, is a ranger and uh, has no love at all for uh, wolves of any sort. I imagine because they're just not friendly, and as an elf, that's just how he rolls. So he's gonna you know, push his way up to that window and we're hearing all of the sort of crunching and whatever, I suppose, of the wood at the um, the carriage there. And uh, Well, they're just kind of like scratching and clawing at it and ripping things and, you okay. know, you see more of like um, Less about trying to get inside, but just more like, you know, there, there's like trying to do damage to the wheels and, you know, right. maybe they've attacked the horses that go with it. Um, you do, do know that... Does Geralda have any magic or any, uh, any security left on the wagon? She had disabled her booby traps. All of them? Yeah, it's going it. And then the, just, I said this earlier, but it may not have registered that those scaffoldings go off the side and there is a series of ladders and platforms that lead to a hole in the northwest wall of the third floor um but wolves are not necessarily known for climbing ladders however if werewolves might be able to so you would have known that um so you may choose to try to mitigate that but right now nobody seems to be Leveraging that because y'all are not in any kind of combat. Y'all are, there's just more posturing going on right now designed to make you feel probably the way you're feeling right about now. So I think, uh, so, and that speaker is still out there taunting us. Oh, yeah. He's like, Esmeralda, <laughs> your fate awaits you. <laughs> it's revenge time. <laughs> sounds, yeah. Can I ask Esmeralda if this is one of her evil exes? <laughs> you know, have you ever just had one of those guys that you just knew was the wrong kind of guy and it just came back to bite you? Yeah. <laughs> this is worse. <laughs> so I think uh, Quill's going to take some shots at this dude. At that dude. Just that dude and that dude alone. That dude, um, oh. yeah, yeah, that sounds like Will. Okay. All right. So I'm not, I'm not having you guys roll initiative yet because you're really not in an initiative situation right? because of you're protected in the tower. Uh, right. If this if this escalates, we will make that adjustment. So right now, you guys can just sort of be de declarative. But I am gonna, I, you know what? I'm gonna, I am gonna go ahead and, um, I tell you what, just for giggles. I don't think we're oh, yeah. there yet. Let's go ahead and get an initiative, only because 
if you hit some people or hit some of these things and I need to deduct hit points, then if we kind of get into a situation, we already have an order. Does that sound fair? Sure. All right. So um, I will handle if, if everybody can give me their auto roll the initiatives of everybody. And then I just, I'm going to ask you for them. Um, Jack was three. Actually, I'm just going to ask you in the order that Jack I have. Is, Jack is six. All right, I'm going I'm to ask you. I'm going to ask you for them in the order that I see them here, just because it's easier for me if you don't mind. So, do you know what Reigns is yet, Roberta? Um, hang on a second. I'm trying to find the. Oh, uh, his is six. Okay, and then um, Hal. Nine. Nine, and then Shosh. Uh, I didn't get a warning about this, did I? Um, from my, from my, uh, remember I asked you to do a perception check and you got a really, really low one. So no, you did not. Okay. Nor, nor did, nor did, uh, Jack for the distance. Yeah. 17. But by the way, it's going off. You're, they're all going off now. Let's go ahead. Jack, what was yours? You said a six. Yeah, I have a six. All right. And then Quill. Uh, Four. Four. And then, uh, Gunloda. Three. Did we all get single digit? And then, and then Iggy, what'd you get? Eight. So. Okay, that's cool. Um, looking at those, uh, looking at that. Uh, so you floor, are some of those arrow slits and some of those windows? Or are they all arrow slits? Um, I mean, they're basically arrow slits. Some are a little wider than they could be windows. But I mean, you guys, you know, fundamentally, you're in a tower that has a puzzle on the door that you know you have to do dance moves to get so you're probably pretty confident that wolves don't know the dance moves doesn't mean gonna get through yeah and and you're also in a tower where if you can't do magic they can't do magic so you so that's kind of equitable and except except we're up against werewolves and they're not exactly known for magic fair but i'm just yeah. Right, right. Saying, that's good to know. That's good to know. And yeah. then you're on the fourth floor where you have slits and such. All right. Away we go. All right. So we're not, I, I just have it in I just have us an initiative order right now so that we can deal with these kinds of things. Um I mean, if you want me to walk everybody through the initiative roll, I will. But right now, I've just got a bunch of wolves surrounding you. I don't think that's necessary. So let's just continue the role play. And I'm using this morph right now to handle hit points um, than anything else. Okay? Mm-hmm. So you have Quill is going to shoot an arrow at Kirill. It was the thing we had set up. Because he has a double attack, and I don't know. If... Yeah. Sure. So... Sure, sure. Yeah. Yep. So... Two arrows. One is. Let me pull up uh, what Quill does. Uh, one second. Attack with the longbow. Oh shit! Uh, so one is a sixteen and one is a twenty-seven. Okay. <laughs> Gonna guess one of those hits. Yeah, I think yeah. I think at least one of them. Damn. If not, we're screwed. So, yeah, no doubt. just out of curiosity, yes, would do any were any of those arrows silver tipped? 
Um, I don't think the man has silver-tipped arrows. Okay, so they both hit the guy. Yes. And you watch him continue to laugh as he reaches up and he pulls them from him and just tosses them aside. Werewolf, guys. So, and you don't even want me to roll damage on that? You, there's no point. Okay. I believe the word immunity is what you're looking for. That would, yeah, that would, yeah. okay. So we're just watching him pull that shit out and then he just keeps going. All right. Yeah. Uh, guys, I've closed the door. <laughs> you're hollering up that, yeah. Cool. Is there is there anything that we need to worry about on the second and third floor? I saw there was scaffolding out there. Well, anything that's not silver apparently doesn't hurt them. Lovely. <laughs> I know. And the only silvered weapons that you probably have are whatever is on. Uh, and if any of you have anything that's silvered, and whatever uh, as, and whatever Esmeralda has. I have a staff. My strongest weapon is a staff. And there's a bunch of leaves floating in it. So, no. I'm fairly certain Canon Gwendolyn is silver and has always been silver. <laughs> sure. Okay. So, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What did you say? You said you, you're pretty sure that Gwendolyn is silver. Is that what you said? Yes, Gwendolyn has been silver. Oh, is that... yes, just a solid silver, uh -huh. solid cannon. Okay, yeah. So, as Esmer... and by the way, Esmeralda has a uh, uh, a silvered short sword, a rapier, and a hand axe. Might she want to share some of those silvered? I mean, I'm not upstairs, so I'm not going to think you about could it. be upstairs at this point. Well. I'm, I'm, I have asked if there's something on the second or third floor that we should be concerned about, any windows, because I didn't make it up that far. Oh. Um, anybody that made it past the third floor would have noticed that there was an opening there for a ladder. That it, that, so it would be like on this... Um, I'm assuming you guys can see the screen. It would be right about here on this back side, and so it would be up here, right there. You see that ladder kind of piece right there? Yeah. So there's a scaffolding, and so that's on the third floor. Is um, there anything that looks heavy on the first floor? Um, and is the door, how does the door open? From your side? Does it, does it open out, or does it open in? Um, or does it, like... It, I, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say that it opens in, and um, it's currently closed. And Is there anything that I can shove against it? Uh, the 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 crates that you already investigated. Um, Are they heavy? Oh, they're empty. They're empty, so they're not extremely heavy. You could possibly try to move the golems, but then you lose the elevator. All right, I'm gonna get on the elevator and try to make it to the floor that has the opening. Okay. Yes. So um, I still need you to give me the the first roll, please. For, for which roll? The, the elevator roll because Jack and Gunloda damaged it when they. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I need that roll first. Anything? It was a straight. Yes, straight please. Roll? Straight roll. Sixteen. Okay, you're fine. You can go to any floor you want. All right. I want to go to the one that has the 
hole. Okay, so you're going to go up here to the third floor. And I have my, I, I assume that, well, yeah. So I don't have any, my, my uh, crossbows aren't silvered, so I'm going to have my longsword ready. And is your longsword silvered? Okay. No, but if I cut something's head off, it's probably going to die. That's, that is fair. <laughs> and that 20 is a hard one to just, yeah. Um, all of a sudden, you hear a, like a bounce off. As you're leaving, you, you hear this yelp sound. That comes from the front. Okay. And what has happened is one of the wolves charged the door with the puzzle on it. Okay. And you hear, those of you in the upper part of the tower hear the lightning that you saw earlier that uh, attacked... Um, Shoshana and I gotta I'm just gonna do one dexterity save for these all these wolves that are, that are within the range of this and see what happens because I'm fair like that because I would think wolves wouldn't know any better Let me see what their um, their deck says. Okay. Dex is plus two. And Yep, okay. So they're gonna take five, eleven. 15, 18 points of lightning damage with anything that's within 10 feet of the outer part of the um, the castle of the thing. And damn it. And you watch all of the wolves all dead carcasses surround the building because they only have 11 hit points so you see as the nine wolves die from the lightning which actually well I gotta double check I'll do the werewolves next to see if they're because they all would have been Within ten feet as well. So let me see how they do against that as well. Let me get. Let me finish the wolves. Though. So the whole tower just sort of. Yeah, it's it's anything within ten feet of the tower, takes okay. takes the lightning damage. But but there's more to that story, coming. So don't get too excited. No, no, that's 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 interesting. And as it happens, those of you on the the top floor feel the tower sway oh, shit. a little okay. bit. 
and you the creaking of the building sort of intensifies. And Ismark looks at you and goes, I got a bad feeling about this. Yeah, no shit, buddy. So, now let me just double-check the werewolves and see how they do against lightning damage. It just says, nope, nope, they got to do it too. All right, so we got to do their little roll here. I'm going to do the same thing for them, the same dexterity. And they pass, so they take half damage. So that's six, 10, 13, 23 halved would be 12. Which they can take. So now instead of nine werewolves, and I'm going to, I mean, Kirill's got the same. Let me just double check his and make sure he doesn't have anything special that I need to be aware of. Nope. So he would take the same 12 damage. And he see, and he, he says, he just continues to laugh and he goes, Two more of those and the tower's coming down, Esmeralda. You want to take your friends with you? I've already sacrificed mine. Want to keep playing this game? And she looks at you all and says, it's me he wants. So who no, is we this understood guy? that part. Yeah. <laughs> who is this guy? Uh, that's uh, <laughs> Kirill. That's Kirill Stoyanovich. He is one of the leaders of a local werewolf pack. I have um, relieved him of a number of his uh, brood, but he's also a pretty staunch ally of Strahd and. I'm sure that he would like nothing better than to uh, see my demise. In fact, I wouldn't. I would be terribly surprised if he's not here under Strahd's orders. I may have been making myself a little too well known. I got sloppy because I was with you all. Shouldn't have let my well, guard down. Offended. I should have. Shouldn't have let my guard down. Safety in numbers is still does not mean you put caution to the wind. That's a lesson that does not need to be learned in this way, but we're learning it this way. I should have locked up my I should have locked up my wagon or I should have given us all silvered weapons. I didn't think. I was so eager, so eager to see get something on von Richten that I made a mistake. Do I won't, therapists exist in Middle Earth? I don't know where I don't know where Middle Earth is. It sounds like a lovely place. I bet they have a lovely Shire-like place there. The D and D world. Do therapists exist in this world? Because if they do, she should go see one. So, um, is there? Do you think if this is uh, Rictavio's one of his hiding places? Do you think he's got some weapons stashed here? Should we? 
His thing was always vampires. He was never really worried about the werewolves. That's sort of something I took on to kind of build my chops. Um, like, I mean, we can look around. Um, but my strongest I, weapon is a staff. Hmm. My and none weapon. of this, and none of this is worth a damn if we don't get out of this place, though. Well, you, you've gone from you know fifteen adversaries down to. Six. Seven. All right, y'all. <laughs> so it's now a little bit more evenly matched. I guess it's time to ride out and do some... I still see what we can do with these bad boys. What do you think? Without magic? Well, if you we get out of here, if we get out of here, it might be helpful. Quill here's got to... We've got... But we've got to get... I think we've got to get to that... Uh, if we're going to stand a... a I mean, I don't know about you, Iggy, but I ain't felt right since we got here. So yeah. maybe if we get clear of this, we can we can do some shit. But otherwise, if I, if... I got this crossbow. That is nice. But so what you so a couple things, by the way, that you you may may have noticed is that because mostly it was the wolves that surrounded you, and the werewolves and Kirill were more blocking the road side. So they're kind of located on the south side. So I thought we sacrificed Jack to distract them. <laughs> I mean, so let's, let's, I want to hear no. about the, so they're on the road. So they're on the south side. They're on. So, so remember there's only one way out to this tower and that's the causeway. The right. werewolves are basically on the south side on the road facing the door. They had the wolves around you. The wolves are all dead because of the lightning strike. So that means the back. So the back is open. Right. Is what I'm. So let me let me kind of pull this down and and, gotcha. and bring gotcha. you into view. So now, so if you look at the map now, you'll know I've taken the wolves off the t off the board for you to because they're gone. And so now you can kind of see uh, how they are. Now they're 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 trying to close the they're trying to close the gap a little bit um in fact they probably were not as close to take the damage but um that they took by what the map says but they were because of the way i was playing it so i'm not gonna right. i'm not gonna i'm not gonna let the map get in the way of the story point of order you said they took lightning damage correct I did, yes. Would thunder damage count similar to lightning damage? Um, they both come from the same thing. Yeah, but keep in mind that the lightning comes from a trap that the wizard who put the non-magical binding on the area as part of his booby trap, whereas you need magic to cast Thunderwave. Okay, so what if we had a wonderful cleric? Who had a magic weapon as a spell? A magic weapon as a spell. She can, she can take I, but, yeah. a non-magical item and make it a magic weapon. So it could do lightning damage or silver damage. So are it's you? Not, but I'm being so serious. so okay. So so let me let me let me play this back. So I would personally say that, that cleric magic versus regular magic are two different things because of their different sources. 
one is spiritual in nature, one is different in nature. I got that. I'm just trying to do something. So try it. You can certainly try. Is it even my turn? Oh, I don't know. Well, we're not really in any kind of order here. We're just sort of... We're trying to figure out what, what works. And when what when you guys can get into direct confrontation, right? Because right now they're just surrounding you. You hear a lot of howling. and so They have started leaving the wagon alone because after the lightning strike, it got their attention. Yeah, so we're trying to figure out if we can literally throw someone to the wolves. Okay, well, that is true. me and Gamloda are not very helpful because, one, I'm melee and I'm not near them. And, two, she's trapped. Well, we're both magic and we're trapped in an anti-magic bubble so yep i'm pretty much we're yep yeah me and her are the same here i i am going to um use uh telepathy because i don't want to yell it into the giant you know um uh shell that we're in i'm going to tell rain that if we that we all need to stay within the shell because the lightning is all happening outside of the shell and just point that out for one and also let him know that I'm going to the third floor to um, to defend the whole so he can tell you so he would right. tell you all that I'm not yelling it so they can't hear it outside and the th- when he says that, I'm like, I'm, I'm going to say, well, but dude just said we've got two more shots of that before the whole thing comes down and this whole thing's shaking. So I'm figuring, like, we got to get the fuck out of here. And if we get out of here, we get, me and Hal and Skull and Jack can also use our magic. Uh, but I thought you were already up on the, is it the third floor? I was on the first floor. I am moving up to the third floor to where the hole is. That's what I thought, too. Um yeah. Because okay. I, I I I can't kill them with silvered weapons, but if I decapitate them, pretty sure it'll kill them. I think that'll work. But, yeah. You know. but I mean, if we're going to go with that logic, then I can do that. I can't. <laughs> well, you yeah. don't have a big axe like I do. No, I don't. Yeah. I mean, I have a staff with some leaves floating above it. But that, that's which they're probably not floating anymore. No, my precious leaves. I want more leaves. Oh. After we get out of magic, Iggy is going to make a permission to find some more special leaves. Question for Iggy: oh. Does your ability is your ability to fly magical? Me. That is an excellent question. I think I, it's part of her oh. fey nature. Let me check. She's also an owl. I was about to say, if you have have an owl non-magically fly, that's... No, it's, um... She has... Let's see here. And I do have dark vision. That's good. Yeah, yeah. But I think it's a... I do have dark vision. That's great. I love it. I'm super. Um, I have magic sight. Ooh. It says you have nimble flight and silent feathers. Yes, yes, Some which is lovely. Um, but because you're from the Feywild, it's hard to know. It's a, it's a Fey trait. Is that a magic trait, or is it just 
I think that's just a character trait. I would I would so the DM would say because she is an owl fay and owls fly that that would not be because of magic. Cool. I mean the 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 wings don't necessarily make her fly. It's it's the fay nature that makes her fly. Correct. Yeah. Fay okay. nature is the wings not, are just but gracefully tall. Is a whole different version of whatever this world is. Okay. Right. So yeah, it's fay. Exactly. It's beyond your understanding. So, well, and I have say nature, so I got a, a vibe with. At that. the risk yeah. of sounding like I'm railroading one character, Shosh is on the third floor where there is an opening out of the scaffolding, that, because wolves do not have opposable thumbs, we're not able to climb up, and the wolves would have been the only ones that would have seen the hole. Right on. So it's like having a back door on the third floor. I. I, I Break your legs or die. So, so if I look out the window once I get there, do I? I I see that there is. It's not a window. When you get there, you see like a like a busted out hole where there's a scaffolding. Okay. So and you see the ladder, and your option. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you just. I was just going to say. So you see this ladder that's on the scaffolding. You could push it off, or you could climb down, or whatever you wanted to do. It kind of, but it's pointed away from. It's on the other side of the. Yeah. So if you look at if you, now that you can see the whole map, if you scroll around the map, you'll see that the scaffolding starts on the bottom, and it works its way up almost like a fire yep. escape kind of thing. Yeah. So. Um. So I will. I will. But I would yeah. caution you, because we just haven't. I'm just reiterating that the because before you take a step, you're on a floor, that is precariously, laid out. There's holes. It's rotted. It's probably not going to take a ton of weight. So you're kind of standing in the middle right now is the way I have you. But I just want you to be aware that as somebody who has already taken a 20-foot fall, that the floor is not 100% stable. Well, I also healed myself when I got up and was waiting on everyone else to do their thing. Noted. Noted. Tell you what, um, can, can we take a short break? Yes. I know uncharacteristically yeah. I haven't needed one. All right. Okay. But let's take a few minutes. We'll come back and we'll pick this up here and figure out what you guys are going to do. Okay. Okay, so I guess we're all back. All right. So we're back. And when we left, you guys were surrounded. By a bunch of stuff, and then lightning took out like the bulk of them, but a chunk of it. Well, it took out the ones that that little or much of lightning damage killed them, but everything else seems to be okay. So, and y'all were contemplating a couple of different things, like could owls fly? (laughs) Can clerics do? Can clerics do spiritual magic in a non-magic bubble? Can a guitar be made of solid silver? Apparently, yes. I would, um, if I, if I look out the window and I can see that there's an out, out the window, I would, I would telepathically again tell Rain, and I'm sure that Rain would turn around and, well, folks, Looks like perhaps we can get out the out the back door, if you will. 
and I, that was somewhere between brain and <laughs> so that was a crappy voice. Well, I just don't see Rain saying if saying if you will, but I see Shoshana saying that all day long. Well, yeah. well, friends, it sounds like there might be a back door out of this joint. That sounds, yeah. <laughs> I'm not good at voices. That's okay. We are not voice actors. That is our call to fame. And from the very first episode, <laughs> what do we say? We are not voice actors, except for Wendy. She's great. I've, I've, I've done, I've done decently. I think you've done fantastic. I've it. been very impressed. If you guys played with her the last time, Roberta has put herself out there and has done a great job. Oh yeah, I mean, she always had the ability. Farmers. It's about <laughs> that's fair. It's fair. We are farmers. Bump it up, bump, bump, bump. Um, Not sponsors. We don't really have. We don't really have owl phase, but we covered that in 1952. Farmers insurance. Never mind. Keep, keep it <clears throat> Sorry. I do love the actor that does that show. He got to play Jim Gordon and uh, oh yeah, and he played the publisher. Oh, Peter Parker's publisher, James Jameson. Yep, J. Jonah Jameson, right? J. 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 Pepper Potts. Yes, all that alliteration. Pretty peppy party, pal. Sorry, that's from broadcast news. Oh yes, I love that movie. Brilliant. Anyway, we're back. So what we you are. guys doing? Trying to find my stylus. I think I'm sitting on it. You you have great stylus. What? <laughs> there, found it. I'm just in between my computer. Okay. What are we doing? So I would tell everybody that we can get out the back. Okay. Are y'all making that move? So keep in mind, so let me just just look at the solidity of that floor on the third floor. Okay. So it's I would, just I would I would know that Yeah, yeah. That and nobody can do magic, so. So it just says rotten wooden beams support the scaffolding which groans and creaks with the slightest breeze. That's the scaffolding. Let's go to the fourth floor, the third floor. Um there's the gash in the northwest wall, which is where the scaffolding is. The wooden floor is completely rotted and has begun to fall away in pieces. So you're going to have to be very cautious. But, can, I, but keep, can I see a spot where I could perhaps um, so uh, throw a rope and see if I could? Yeah. So what I would tell you is that those squares are five-foot squares. So you're mm -hmm. basically... Five, it's a five-foot leap okay. to the scaffolding hole. I'm just, I mean, these these are not ten-foot squares. These are five-foot squares. These are, this is a tight tower. I'm still going to look up and see if there's some place that I could maybe um, throw my rope as kind of a backup in it, just in case, so I don't fall 20 feet again. So, I mean, you can see sort of what the chains are guided on. There's like, um, there is some some hooks perhaps that would be kind of there to support that structure because it's not just totally from the scaffolding above. There's going to be some sort of guides um, that you could possibly connect to. Um. 
So I'm gonna I'm gonna do that. Okay. So I want to tie my time or you know if I need to throw it or whatever. So I I could swing if I need to. I can jump, but I don't know what's gonna show up. Just as a safety. Fair fair. So you're oh. you're doing that now. Yes. Okay. So you you make the move. Uh, because of the rope, I'm not going to have you do any kind of dexterity. You're either I'm going to put you on the scaffolding, but you're really. Well, I'm I'm not like at yeah I'm not. You're kind of inside. You're inside. You're inside. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I'll, I'll move you inside with the stipulation that you've made it across. Yeah. Even though yeah. you're standing on the floor right now, it's it's just. Yeah. We're not going to let the software get in the way of the story. Gotcha. So you're peering to the northwest. You peer out to the to the southish, and you see maybe this. What you what you notice is that you see this this uh, werewolf here. And what you've noticed is that the werewolf that you can see, all of them seem to have reverted to what I would call a hybrid form. So they're not full wolf. But now they they have, they've gone, they're like a bipedal form of their character. Which... So I can really only see one of them? Well, just I'm thinking because of where you are peering and what you can see. Maybe one, maybe two, just because of where you are and the angle that you would have to see. It would limit your your view because you're probably not wanting to be seen yourself. So I'm assuming that you're, you're being somewhat stealthy. Yeah. 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 Um. I might even stipulate that the inside of your special shield could be utilized in such a way that you might see a reflection. Like a mirrored kind of view. Yeah. It's just such a nice yeah. shield, you know. You could probably just kind of angle yeah. yourself and kind of rear view mirror it. That's canon now. So I'm going to um, I'm gonna let Rain know that I can see one of them. Mm-hmm. They probably can see all of them. Uh, yeah, they. I mean, they can look out the arrow slits, but uh, and they would see that they're yeah. all kind of concentrate. You know, because these guys are like, okay, are they going to swim for it, or are we just going to hang out here on block the road? So they're kind of on right. the roadside. Is sort of appears to appears to be their strategy. So I'm gonna I'm gonna let Rain know so he can share with them again. I don't want to scream what we're planning up the up the tower. So I'm just talking to Rain back and forth. This uh, this woman keeps keeps talking in my head. I, I think it might be tinnitus, but it could be Shoshana. <laughs> and <laughs> and he tells everybody what you. It's talking. some girl named Tinnitus. <laughs> tinnitus, tinnitus, tinnitus. Whoa! Sorry, watched the Genesis thing recently. All right. Thoughts? I mean, we're we're magicless, and we have a bunch of magic users who can't do anything at this point. Yeah. So, uh, 
Uh, I think, you know, it seems clear to uh, Hal that getting the hell out of here is the deal. Um, and so you're on the you're on the third floor. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. So we're hearing you scamper around, and and you've already talked to. Uh, right. Yeah. About what you're doing, right? So. So. So it feels how... like getting down there is a good idea, um, but the the platform isn't close to us, right? So I'm going to go over to the elevator shaft, and um, does the elevator like come toward me, or it just stays where it is? Uh, as you go to the elevator shaft, it begins to, uh, as you think, I would like to go down. You hear the yeah. the chains begin to move. Um, Excellent. How loud is the scaffolding? How loud is the scaffolding? Um, we heard the wolves out on it. Like a deaf leopard. Well, you haven't heard the, no, the wolves have not been on the scout. Well, you, they kind of, they, the, the wolves uh, climbed up the lower part steps and then climbed back down the regular wolves. The werewolves haven't done that, but what you what you know? Are you still on the third floor? Yeah. Sean, what you notice is that the 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 werewolves that you can see have backed up, like they're beyond ten feet range. Gotcha. So they're not going to hit it again. Probably. Well, you hear back. you hear a thud. And you hear a lightning strike. Let me do a quick. Lovely. Yeah, he fails, so he's going to take, but only one of them has, is in range. And the lightning strikes again. Uh, let's see, that's uh, 17, uh, 17, 27, 32 points of lightning damage to one werewolf jesus that's that one so i gotta go here that's number that's letter c and uh, you hear a bit of a, a yelp from that hybrid individual and you hear kirill say See, Esmeralda, I'm not above sacrificing my friends, but we're still here. And you've got one more chance before it all comes tumbling down. Um, I'm going to, uh, take that and when it gets up there, I'm going to take the, I'll jump on and I'll say down. Okay. Begins to lower. And when it gets to that third floor, stop. Sure. Stops. Okay. And I will, uh, I'll see the, yeah, I will, I will kind of throw the rope over. Oh, okay. If you, if you want to join me i'm kind of precariously like in the window when when in the uh or on the i'm still inside but i'm like 
Got it. Yep. You you you're you have at least a foot on the the rock, the stone yeah. part. Yeah. Or are you completely on the wood? No, I'm. I've got at least. A, I'm. I'm kind of on the, on the, um, inside of the. Most of my weight is on the on the stone, but I've still got a foot on the wood, and I'm being very careful. I have I have enough of a foot on the wood to be able to kind of hide and use my my rear view mirror. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right, um, so that's fine. So, so you're you, you're there. So you've yeah, and so and and the the rope's not like hooked over anything. It's just like in case shit goes bad, you've got me sort of lashed to you. I've got it tied. Oh, okay. It was it was kind of my um, in case I fall again. I don't want to fall again. So, it's so I can grab that. Okay. And so I can, can go out. Either walk or you could swing. If you, it's, it's, it's a, or it's short, it's a short jump, but. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to, I'm basically stipulating because the rope is there. You don't have to worry about the floor. Although. Okay. You need to be cautious about how many people you gather there. And that's why I asked about the stone rampart. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty much on the stone, but I'm, Using the now, really at the edge of the floor is probably going to be the strongest place that it's going to be. Again, at the risk of sounding like I'm railroading you, yeah. There is a square hole in the ceiling where mm -hmm. everybody where everybody else is, and the platform is down like ten feet below that. Right. So so each person could sort of drop down there without having to wait on the elevator if you wanted to do that, or someone could fly. Could possibly, yep, yep, yep. If they had Maybe that, even oh. just fly out a window, for instance. Well, are the windows big enough? My them? sense is is that she that 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 their size would not fit through the arrow slit. But, and that's why we asked about the window versus arrow slits. Correct. No, the they're the more they're they're. I said the windows were a little bit wider, probably not that wide. Okay. However, the opening down on the third floor is plenty wide enough. Okay. I mean, well, so is it possible for me to fly down and out? Yes. Okay. While everyone is in there, or like. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna do that then. Okay. Like, like, Which way are you gonna fly? Are you gonna fly out to the north over the water, or are you gonna fly out to the south over the the baddies? Hmm. Over the water first, so I can get an angle on the baddies. Sure. Okay, so as you take flight and you descend through the shaft and you pivot around and you see Hal and Shoshana right where you need to be and you kind of watch them duck as you kind of maneuver through them, tilting in such a way that they feel the the gush of the wind over them as you pass by you 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 stretch out to the back and you're you're kind of headed into the north east excuse me the northwest and you 
very quickly sail over the remainder of this island over the water of Lake Baratok. And as you do, as you get about what feels to you like 10 to 12 feet away from the, the building, any restrictions on your um, personal abilities above and beyond what you naturally can do, you just sort of feel re-energized as if you're back online. Sashana, seeing seeing her do that is going to break her um, link with Rain, mm-hmm. and and um, kind of kind of uh, let uh, let her know that um, or ask her ask her what she is what she's seeing if she's got any. Ask Iggy. Yeah. Okay. What does Iggy see then? So what Iggy sees is she's over the water, and she sees um, the werewolves. One maybe notices her, but they don't have any sort of ranged response. Um. One, I think, perhaps would be somewhat overzealous and would begin to throw a spear that he had, but the uh, his buddy would stop him and say, look, dude, there's no way you're going to hit. <laughs> Don't be stupid. If we, uh, so to Iggy, if we, if we come out, is there a way that we can, uh, do you, do you see any um, strategy for us? So, Iggy, what you would see is you would see a body of water that you were hovering over. You would see the tower on an island with a causeway. And the only way to the mainland is that causeway. And the causeway is blocked by six or seven werewolves in hybrid form. If I can take some of these people out, I could probably could probably come out safely. But it takes about twelve-ish feet away from the building for you to, or not enough play, away from like the range of lightning. The lightning is the out. lightning has stopped at the moment. But you you noticed as you got about what you thought was maybe 10, 12 feet. You're not really sure. Yeah, ten, twelve-ish feet before uh, you could get your magic back, or like it's yeah. So so probably. Probably to who to to Iggy and and um, just out loud. We we probably should uh, take into account that they know if they hit it as we're coming out, it'll uh, affect you. It will affect us as well. So if we if we decide to leave, we need to do it quickly. Yeah. Hmm. Right. And you're saying that out loud to So you hear it and the, right. you know the people upstairs might I'm not screaming it but I'm not but everything's falling apart so they might hear it anyways. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying it quietly but I'm not saying it. Well, and and, and since the last lightning attack that that damaged that you have noticed that there is a bit more sway and there's a bit more creak and this tower is clearly not stable. So if we're going, 
if we decide to go out this window or this hole, we need to get out and we need to get out quickly and away from the. All right, y'all. Yep. So I, I need. She's right, y'all. Let's do it. So I need to know the the marching order. So we're not an initiative, so I'm not going to do six seconds, six seconds, six seconds. But so I would like for you to describe to me. So you're on the third floor, which is roughly 30 feet above ground level. You have to either descend the scaffolding, fly, if you're an owl, or jump. Do none of our spellcasters have feather falling? Wouldn't matter this close to the building anyway, unless you can it's jump not, over uh, 10 to 12 feet no, out. I, I, I have an option, but it's not going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So. What if. And then you got it. So, so what you? I need. So what I need to know is I, I saw so I'm going to stipulate that in your move, you could get out and down the scaffolding and get about. 12 to 15 feet away from the, the, the tower. I just need to know who's going first, who's going last. I, I need to know the order, and I need to know the directions that you're going to go, if that's what you're doing, if that's what you're planning on doing. So I, I feel like you and me, Sashana, are got to be the first two out, right? Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. I was going to say... I could be one of those first ones too to help catch. I can also catch someone probably. Um, but I but I'm strong boy of the group. I'm I, I'm 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 strategizing. I know I'm trying to think that too. But uh, if we Jack's just gonna wait till somebody tells him to jump. <laughs> Ismark says, it's a, y'all come it, on down. Ism- I'm just going to beat feet. I think that's the, and I don't know if, if Shawnee, you're going to beat feet in front of me or if she's going to, I don't know. What if we, uh, well, as long know, as they right? didn't, as long as they didn't see us, we could jump on the scaffolding, tie the, uh, tie ropes and drop the scaffolding down with ropes so we can get I away could- from the building. I could try to distract them. I think distraction is a great idea. Ooh, I might have a spell for that, actually. Ooh, that's good. But if you if, no if you got them to work, her oh, spells her spells will work because no. she's outside of the perimeter. Yep. I have stuff that I can use to work. Yeah, let me see what. So so if you went to the other side of the building, we all got on the scaffolding, and a couple of us kind of lowered the scaffolding, and we kind of kicked off from the building. Um. We could probably get far enough out if it's a three-story scaffolding. So you want the scaffolding to fall? Yeah. So that's—I don't think that's a good idea. Is my feeling about that? Okay. Like let's not not break the scaffolding until we get everybody out the building, right? Well, I was—I was—I was was thinking put everybody on the scaffolding and do it. But that's fine. As a as a fairly squishy character, I don't feel good about a (laughs) thirty-foot fall myself. Okay. Could could you? Repel down the scaffolding. Well, that was that was what I was thinking, but I mean, that basically, a, yes, basically lowering the scaffolding with a couple ropes. Got it. Okay, was, but but that that would be really hard to pull off. 
Yeah, I'm not sure that we've got a lot of time to engineer all of that whilst the werewolves are. Well, Ismark, Ismark says, y'all need to get Arena out of here. All right. So I will, I'll be one of the last ones out of here. And as uh, and Esmeralda's like, it's it's me they want. When I go out, I'll see if I can't distract him. How about if we have Iggy distract them and we'll get down and we'll fight this out? We don't. Okay, that's fine. That's friends. fine. The problem is I have to just, just. I don't know what to distract them with because I can like make stuff. I can make a flower blossom, a seed pop open, or a leaf bud bloom. Um. Instant, oh, I can make an instant harmless sensor sensory effect, like falling. Tangle might be a thing to do. That's a good point. You could also yeah. just fly. Yeah. You could also fly to their south and just taunt them and get them there to turn their attention towards you. Also a thing. Yeah. They, I can also they, technically commit arson with magic. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so there's that. It's not very useful, but I just, could. Don't just don't turn. Just don't set the wagon on fire. Yeah, exactly. I could still commit arson. So, the, All right. yeah. oh, so Sasha will go first because she's probably the least squishy and yep. she may not have weapons, but she can she can de- decapitate things. And she's a paladin. <laughs> yep, that sounds like exactly her character and I am freaking out, but I will follow her because I know that I can only be at my best once we're once I'm free of this, because fuck. Alright. <laughs> Are you ready? Let's do it. I'm choosing a spell still to distract them. No, no, it's cool. We're going down the... We're, this is all sort of happening simultaneously. Well, the, yeah. the distraction is still good. Oh, yeah. Okay. I I, I, I like Daddy's idea of going over and taunting them. Okay. <laughs> so <Just> be careful. <laughs> I, will fl- I will fly high enough so that they probably can't hit me. Well, yeah, they don't have any. I mean, they've already established that they don't have any ranged weapons. So I'm going to put you well, down here. Okay, so I will fly and hover over their heads and be like, "Your mom smells." <laughs> <laughs> okay. She's. I think the better one would be, and I'm sorry you missed this. She's a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <sighs> yes. Oh boy. Okay. That is what I will yell. <laughs> Yes. So wrong. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So is jumping down and out of the outside of the. Um, the okay. Magic. So again, I need a marching order. We know that Ismark and Esmeralda are going last. Who's going to go? So it's Shoshana, Harlan. Who's going next? Irina. Jack will go. Who? Jack will go. So it'll, it'll be Irina. And then Jack. And then Quill. Sure. I think probably Rain needs to be in there somewhere. Quill, Rain, Gunloda, uh, Ismark, and Esmeralda. Or Esmeralda and Ismark. Okay. Okay. In the midst of this, Paul Hamilton is also scampering down. Oh, yeah. He's already... He's already gone out. I mean, yeah. he's a non he's a non entity as far as they're concerned. Uh, actually, he could just drop to the ground, die, and show up later at dusk. <laughs> Not a big thing. He is the least worried about this situation of all yeah. of you. But I just have to. I, I just like to have a little. You know. I know it's all good. Puppet there. Yeah. Actually, you could send Paul Hamilton out as a distraction. 
I want to continue and spite me. But can I continue insulting their mothers? Sure. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Okay. So you all leave the building in that order, right? Correct. Okay. So we're going to take all of you out. And. So the first thing that I do when I get out is going to be cast a spell when I get outside of range. Okay, so let me let's let's kind of get everybody. St- I'm gonna I'm gonna just capture except for the the armor dude. I'm gonna capture them all, and I'm gonna move them down here, and I'm just gonna kind of move them around where they would be. I'm gonna put you guys right there for right now. That'll work. So then Shoshana, oops, that's still everybody. Okay, so a couple things. You guys come out and oh, come on now. There we go. So now you run. Are you all running kind of to the northwest at the moment to kind of get out of range, or are you moving around to get in their face? Where do you want to go? Uh, northwest uh, for me, anyway, because I'm like. Because because once once you're on the ground, we're going to be an official initiative order, okay? Right. Yeah. Because I, I, yeah, I'm happier to be. I'm good in support. Quill is probably going to be pulling the arrows out. Okay. So do them, but. So just so you know, the range on the, the spell is, is at 10 feet. So you got to be at least two squares away, maybe three. Yep. 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 So you're going to, so if you're coming off of, I'm going to say you're coming off of like this point right here, you're hopping down, you're going to get right oh. about there, maybe. Sash is probably going to go like right there as soon okay. as she hits the ground. That's totally cool. Arena yeah. is going to run up here by Hal to kind of be safe where she was told to be. Quill is going to maybe go over here in front of Hal with his bow and arrow out, ready to go. I'm starting to close up a little bit, so somebody might need to play for me. All right, Jack is going to go stand next to Hal till can come back and tell us what they want to do. Gunloda, she's going to put herself in the fight over here. Um, Rain, where do you want Rain there, Roberta? Um... Where, where is he? I don't see him. Is this him? Yeah. Yeah, yep, that's Quill. Oh, there he is. I would imagine that he's going to be like here. And Storm is, is Storm is probably going to, he's probably going to send Storm up near me. Okay. And then Esmeralda comes out. And she's on the scaffolding here as this is happening. And let me just double check. Where did I put his mark? Where'd he go? Y'all see where I put his mark? Oh, there he is. He's hiding from me. Um, yeah. All right. So, but as Ismark begins to come out, lightning strikes again. And the werewolf at the base of the tower takes eight, 10, 19, 21 points of damage. And the tower and the tower begins to fall. That werewolf is dead, by the way. That's good to know. Ismark is still inside the building as the the tower begins to fall. He takes ten, 
10, 20, 30, 40, Jesus. 50, 60, 70. He's dead. Is this the werewolf? No, no, this is this Mark, our, our dude. Uh, he, he has just surpassed his, his hit points. Let's see if he goes beyond that. So that's 70. Nine, seventeen, twenty-six, twenty-seven, twenty-seven, uh, twenty-nine, thirty-three. Yeah, I, I don't see how he doesn't. He's dead. Say goodbye to Ismark, folks. He had 65 hit points, 24 D10s as the tower collapsed. Is he actually dead or is he down? He has taken more damage. He has taken double damage to his hit points. Wait, what happened to him? Double damage means straight up dead. And then Esmeralda got clear of the tower, but she is still within 15 feet as it comes down, and she takes... No, not Esmeralda. Hold on, I gotta look, I gotta look at this up. She only takes eight D ten. Jesus. I would don't worry, it's just only eight. <laughs> six, points of damage to Esmeralda, which she can take. But it's Mark. We got to fight. Hmm? So y'all can say goodbye to Ismark. Unless we have a necromancer. R.I.P. Unless you have, well. F, F in the chat. Damn it, damn it, damn it, damn it, damn it. I think that's our first fatality, though. It is, yeah, but yeah, that was a that was a, that's it's hard. It's just blow. an NPC too. Yeah, I volunteered him to go last. I appreciate that. He's not really just an NPC though. I mean, no, he is. He was okay, hard but I was blow. down there to catch. Does he not get advantage? He was in the building still. He was the last one to leave. Uh, this is all kind of. Gotcha. Yeah. So so basically the basically the way I set this up was the last two people out. One was going to be in the building. One was going to be within 15 feet of the building. The rest of you got clear. Sounds like the DM was trying to kill one of us. <laughs> and we just went. I proposed characters that were not player characters, but you could have overruled me. You still killed one of us. And I'll do it again. <laughs> Now that works. I did All not. Right. I, you know, there was a shot he could have survived that. There was a shot. <laughs> but when the book says twenty-four d tens, come on, I want to roll that. <laughs> Man, I'm I'm just uh, amazed that you had twenty-four d tens to roll. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> come on, man. I just assumed he used the app. Oh gosh, no. I wanted to okay. do the math. 
Uh, thank you. I'll take that. <laughs> All right. So, um, All right. y'all are on the ground. Damn it, damn it, damn it, damn it. Irina is screaming over and over again. Ismark, Ismark, Ismark. As the tower has collapsed and she doesn't see him anywhere. Tears are beginning to form on her face. Uh, she's just almost hysterical because she's lost her brother. You, the werewolves begin to uh, position themselves. Oh, oh, well, actually, hold on a minute. That's the wrong. Oh, that's a. I didn't mean to. Let me move. That back on the map layer. That doesn't need to move. Uh, this werewolf is dead, too, so I got to take him off the board. All right, so you have um, six remaining werewolves, including Kirill. You guys are down on the ground. Um, Out of magic zone. Uh, all but um, Esmeralda, but she who just took a big boatload of damage. She had eighty-two hit points. She's down to thirty-eight. But Jeez, I can heal her, I guess. But now that we are in initiative oh, order, now that we're officially yeah. on the ground and in initiative order, she's first in initiative. Okay. So, and she is, what is her, let me just take a quick looky-loo on her. And just for reference, her I've been damaged uh, hit points are better than my hit points. <laughs> Full <Yeah>. health. Yeah. <laughs> so... Sorcerer. Yeah, now I hear you. So let's see here. Ten. Yeah, she can get over here to this werewolf right here. Uh, let's see. What is his distinction? What is his his uh, designation? It's B. Okay, so she can get over to B. She gets a multi-attack. She's going to use her silvered short sword, and she's going to attack this dude twice. First one is uh, not good. It is three plus seven is ten. And his armor class is better than that, I believe. Just going to double check. Not much, but yeah, it does, doesn't does quite quite hit, but that's okay. She gets a multi... She actually gets to do um, three attacks. Ah, that one hits for sure. So... Um, 1d6 plus 4. So that's 8 points of damage to Werewolf B. And then she's going to do one more attack against him. That hits. It's a 17 plus. Uh, so that's 5 points of damage on the Werewolf. Okay. Uh, Ismark is dead. The Wolves are dead. Irina is emotionally distraught, but let's see what she's got. She is outside of the range. And she's going to fire a guiding bolt at that same dude. Okay, I guess I need to 
I have to use her spell casting, I guess. I'm looking for her spell attack. Sorry. It's all good. I don't know why I just didn't do the spell and do it for me. Is it a, does he have to do a save or does it just a spell attack? Or range spell attack. It doesn't tell me what her, I guess it just needs to hit. She just rolls and yep. rolls plus her wisdom. That's the, yep. Yeah. Okay. So that's 13 and that, that would hit him. So, uh, 13, so it's four, what does it say, 46? That'll do. 46 radiant damage. So that's 13 points to that dude. Wasn't four sixes, damn it. So let me find B here. Uh, And do y'all see that in the chat or do I just see it in the chat? Okay. It may have just been to me. Okay. okay. So, um, yeah. So that's Arena's turn, and then it is Shoshana's turn. Okay. Um, Shoshana was going to throw a spell and decided to, she changed her mind. So she's going after this guy. So she's going to run up to him. And that is a... Dang it. Sorry. I was getting everything else together. Um, that is a 19 to hit. 19 hits. Who are you hitting, though? The werewolf that's right in front of me. Uh, okay, that's uh, werewolf A. Okay, thank you. Sorry. Uh, and that's... How, what was the damage? I'm sorry. 12. 12 damage. Yeah, that does a that does damage to him. Yes. Um I'll hit him again. Okay, hit him again. What are you hitting him That's with? That's a nat 20. Nice. Well, you were then. talking about beheadings earlier. <laughs> yes, yes I was. That's Fifteen. Uh, Fifteen points. Yes. Uh, yeah, that uh, that definitely does some damage to him. He's looking kind of rough. <laughs> Poor fella. He, he's looking rough. He took an extra fifteen, and he's still just looking rough. Guys, he's a werewolf, and he's looking rough. What a fucking. Uh, oh my god. Thank uh, you. That's. Yeah, that's really bad. Oh, it was great. Leave me alone. All I right, so it. who's next? It's the fail possum. Does he want to do anything? Does Paul Hamilton wish to do anything? <laughs> like, what are Paul Hamilton's stats? Like, what can he do? Uh, I honestly, I don't know why I have him in the order here. He should probably just go when you go. But if you want to do something with him, I mean, he could like bite someone. 
don't know if it's Wolfpackman though, because they're werewolves. Yeah, I assume he's actually. I, I still have him in the building. I'm going to move him out of the building over here next to the, yeah, the crew. Yeah, no, he's not dead. Because he would have. Well, he would he not. Can, he can. He can basically freeze. Uh, uh, something. Yeah. Oh, A yeah. Large or smaller creature. Yeah. And they have to make a uh, saving throw. Okay. Which person is closest to whom? Um, uh, I moved him over by rain and those guys, because I assume that's where he would have ended oh, up. So there's this, yes, there's this uh, one on the north side that he could try. Wait, which one? Can you click on him? This guy. Although it's not flashing anything, so I don't know what to tell you. Okay, so north, which direction? So the stairs okay, are to the okay. south. So, so this dude. The, yep. Okay. Which which dude are we talking about? There's that one werewolf or wolf on the north side. Right there. Yep, that's yep. the one. All right. So what are we doing? Uh, Paul Hamilton is going to attack him. Okay. The Fey Opossum can magically force a larger, smaller creature it can see within 60 feet to make a Constitution saving throw against its spell save DC 12. All right. Um, yep. Uh, natural one for that guy. Okay, then the creature is encased in the field of magical energy until the end of the opossum's next turn, um, or until the creature takes damage. While encased in this way, the creature is incapacitated and has a speed of zero. Okay. Nice. <laughs> Thank you, oh. Paul Hamilton. <laughs> yeah, Paul is useful. So we'll put a little snail on him there to remind us. Yeah. All right. That's awesome. Well, the, yeah, that guy is just not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. So, Hal, it's your turn. It is Hal's turn. Um, so, these guys aren't... They aren't dropping like flies, are they? No. Okay. And they're kind of spaced out. Um, well, since that one dude is just hanging there because Paul Hamilton has... Um, just kind of... You know, just nailed him the cross there. That was maybe that was the wrong phrase. Um, so we're going to go with uh, the chaos bolt, um, and that's going to be an eighteen plus eight is twenty six. Who are you hitting? I'm sorry. Uh, the one that uh, the one on the on the north side there. Oh, okay. Yeah, that e. Paul has. Uh, that would hit. Yes. Yeah, I was I was hoping that would that would hit. Um, so it's two. Let's see here. What do we do? Um, two d eight. Come here, d eight. Uh, plus two d six. All right. And the oh, this is fun. We did this again. Um, so. This is going to be number seven, psychic damage. That's weird, but fair. Um, and I rolled doubles, two sevens on the D8s. So the, so the damage on that guy is going to be 14, uh, 17. 14 plus 17? No, no, it's 17 points of psychic damage. Okay. Um, and then... Because I rolled doubles, 
it can jump to something else within 30 feet, but there's nothing within 30 feet. So that's right. just going to be it. Uh, okay. 17 points of psychic damage. Got it. Yep. All right. They had been more tightly bunched. If only they had. That was, that was where I was going with the first thing I was going to do was cast a spell, but it wouldn't have. The spell oh. I was going to cast. Well, and it's only if you roll doubles, so... So it's 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 Kirill's turn, and he's going to run 10, 20, 25 feet up here to Esmeralda, and he is going to do a multi-attack. He is going to uh, attack with his claws first, and that's going to miss her, unfortunately. Huh. But then he's going to bite her, which also misses. Damn it. <laughs> well, let me make sure he only gets the two. Yeah, two attacks. And that's he's not backing up. He's holding his ground. So then it is Iggy's turn, who's hovering back up over here. What are you doing, Iggy? Um, I think I'm going to cast uh, Moonbeam on someone. Okay. Because I love that spell. <laughs> and I think I broke the page. But uh, give me a second. It's okay. <laughs> we got all night. We're like, we're like an hour ahead of you. Yes, yes, you are. Because you're weird. That's not the reason why, but sure. <laughs> there are other reasons why what I'm weird. What do you know about uh, Moonbeam? Oh, I just... Well, hold on. I just need to pull it up. Oh, gosh. I really did break the page. Okay. Right, um, just tell me, because I've got it pulled up, so just let me know. Okay. <laughs> Read that card. Actually, That was actually the one I was going to cast, so... <laughs> Moonbeam? Yeah. It's so good. It really is. Um, and wolves love moonbeams. Oh. Oh, they... Yeah. Oh, shit. Well, <laughs> ghostly flames aren't so loving. No, they're not. Yeah. Go on. Yeah. Um, so, uh, what are the, uh, like, what so are when I, a creature enters the spell's area for the first time or starts its turn there, it is engulfed by flames and takes damage. It has to make a constitution saving throw, uh, so nothing really happens at this point. A shape changer makes its shaving, makes its shaving throw, that's funny, <laughs> makes its saving throw with disadvantage. So, uh, so when, so when it comes around to, so you just need to pick a, a werewolf that it's, uh, targeted on Wendy and then um, next time that's when it fires off okay I think it's one that's over by the person whose name I can't remember but I think it that's not okay uh, wolf to the west ish mm -hmm. this one There's, I yes that one okay so what's, I, what's the range on that uh, let me go back to that. No, I mean, um, how much of the, so if, if the wolf's in the space, what's the space? It's a five foot radius. Okay. And it's a 40 foot high cylinder. I'm just trying and to then, figure out if Shoshana would be in the radius was my point. Nope. Okay. Also, thank you. I'm casting this as a third level spell because it's more damage. That's fine. Of course. It's like twice as much damage. Point of order. Had you taken the one by the wagon, you would have caught the wagon into the moonbeam. Just saying. Well done. But you didn't choose that, which is why I'm telling you that. 
Okay, so he has to do something now, or he waits till his next turn. Till till his turn. Okay, so it's please. Play flames with searing pain. It's not like. Okay, so that's just I'm gonna I'm gonna mark him as being in that. Actually, I think I'm gonna do it this way. Yep. Hold on a minute. Let me move that out of the way. And he'll have disadvantage because he's a shapeshifter. Right, 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 right. So that's that's the guy that's in front of Esmeralda. Correct. Okay. So this one. Yep. Uh, no. I thought he. I thought it was this guy. So that's that's Iggy. I'm just gonna put a square around him to remind me. Is that is that? Yeah, that's, that's the, the one right in front one. of me. Yeah. Ah, okay. So, so she's uh, got your back. Yeah. So I've just put him, put him that square there to I'm, remind me. When does right? that work? Yeah, that works. Okay. Okay. So is... And that's all you're doing. I think that's yeah. what you can. Yeah. All right. So now yeah. it's Jack's turn. Wait, where is where is uh, our baddie? I'm sorry. Where is Carol? He went up by Esmeralda and tried to attack her. Well, I know, but. Is, is that he's right there he's right okay. behind he's right uh, okay, behind. that's what i thought yeah i'm sorry he's not i see his name you guys probably don't see his name nope, nope. i have no idea they're just these wolfy dudes understood understood so many wolfies yep and shane is not here so somebody you want to let me uh, let me pull up uh, Jack and just because Jack would <laughs> okay Shane uh, uh, wanted us to pause for a second I think you know what oh she's back ah, I'll let her decide I'm playing me good because I was about to say hideous laughter. <laughs> I mean, I would have before. Is this person with the curly hair and orange uh, Esmeralda? Yes. Yeah. Who is under Who is under attack by the by Carol? Correct. So you're jumping in front of her between two werewolves. Jump right in front of her. Uh, which one is Carol? Left or right? To your To your right. My right. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna go ahead and do. Melee attack against Carol, aimed directly at his neck. Okay. I'm I'm showing a five. What do you got? Technically, that's a nat one because I have plus four. Okay. Well. Ooh, you missed him. It's a red five. You missed him. Shocker. Whoa, Wendy! <laughs> okay, as my bonus action, I'm going to cast Healing Word on Esmeralda. Okay. Rolls not one. <laughs> what does that, ah, what does that do? Thing. I know what it does. What do you, how much does she heal? Oh. Six and four? Or just six? It's just six. I didn't realize that it was 
Okay. It's just the way the buttons are. It's six. That's the. That's fine. Button. It gets her over halfway. You're good. Thank you. She, she's appreciative. I'm helpful. Okay, Rain is up with uh, Quill on deck. Rain is going to see if he can find a uh, five-pound piece of brick, which I would imagine is laying here in the... I, it's, I would say it's more stone, but I'll allow it. Whatever. He's he's looking for something that's about five pounds. Uh, unfortunately, to- everything in Barovia is metric. <laughs> <laughs> He is going to <laughs> cast catapult and throw it directly at Kirill. Okay. Um, so it's a, it's considered magical damage. Uh, it is. It's a magical attack because he's using a spell. Yes. Yes. The answer is yes. Okay. Yes. Um, it's a dex save. Okay. Oh, wait. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, deck save. Uh, he rolled a nine. I can't find it. Uh, it's a, yeah, he failed. I figured that was a fail. It's That's fair. Nine. No, no, totally fair. Totally fair. 18 damage. 18 damage. Nice. Whoa. That's a brick. Yeah. It's a magic brick. It's a yeah. brick. An artificer brick. House. House. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's mighty, mighty. Uh, yeah, and so is Kirill's because he's fine. Um, <laughs> what is, does he have two? Does he have two Where is... Where's his spell? I can't find his spell thing. Oh, there it is. Um, that is a 13. 13. That hits. Okay. Actually, it was a dex save. So he has to do another dex save? Yeah. Uh, 20. Not natural. Yeah, that... He, he, he doesn't get the second one. Okay. That's it? Yep, that's it. All right. Up next is Quill with the werewolves yeah. on deck. Okay. I'm still learning Quill. Quill. Um, <laughs> yeah. So for a ranged attack, the modifier is dex. Is that correct? Yeah. Thank you. Okay. So, uh, Quill is going to uh, just sort of, as he's going to move 
just you know to that next square and he's doing that he's going to scoop up three pebbles and do his uh cantrip of magic stone because mm-hmm. clearly the last thing he hit them with which was his uh arrows uh, bow didn't help at all correct so he's going to pick up magic stone and then throw two of them okay because he has two attacks uh and so that's going to be a 23 and an 18 to hit they both would hit i just need to know whom uh the, uh Kirill. oh okay uh, what's the range what's the range on that by the way uh, he's got up to 60 feet. Oh, he's fine. Yep, we're good. Yeah, I was going to say, I think he's, yep, he's so Carol, range on that. Yeah, so Carol takes both of those hits. Yep, and then that's 1d6 plus 2. So let me grab these two guys. So that is um, 4 plus 4 is 8. 8 whole points of damage. Nice. <laughs> Well, the the arrows do jack, so <laughs> you gotta do what you can. Right? That's fair. So it is now the werewolf's turn. Oh man! And those motherfuckers. So this first werewolf starts his turn in the world of Ignatius moonbeams. So so what do you do? What do you do? What do you do? What do you do? Uh, so, um, it makes a constitution a saving throw. It takes, um... Nat 20. So, damn it. Um, or it takes half as much if it's a successful save. So, that is 2d... So, that's 3d10 damage. Wait, I have to roll 3d10? Yep. Yes. Okay. 16. 16, so half so damage. Eight points eight. of damage. Eight points of damage. Um, Doesn't uh, suck. No, because uh, that, that particular werewolf is beginning to look a little rough. Only but, a little rough? I know, it's horrible. Um, I mean, I was about to say that's what a puppy says. <laughs> <A little. laughs> exactly. Um, he is in hybrid form. He's going to make a multi-attack, and he's going to attack Shoshana. So he is going to attack first with his claws. Uh, 18 plus 4. 22 to hit. Hits. It hits? Yeah. So that's 1d8 plus 2. No. 2d4 plus 2. My bad. Four plus two. So that's three, four. So that's six points of damage for that first attack. Then he gets um, one more attack. Uh, that's going to miss you because it's a six. Yeah. So ten, I would imagine, misses you. So that was his turn. So then we move on to Velvuf B. Which is lost. There's E. I hate it when that happens. Uh, there he is. B. And he is going to... Uh, he's going to attack Esmeralda. Two attacks on Esmeralda because, you know, at the end of the day, that's really who they want. So even though Jack's there, 
Two attacks on Esmeralda. Uh, 18 plus that would hit, and the other one does not. Um, so that's the same there. And so she takes four, seven, eight points of damage. I take that. So she basically gives back what you gave her. Okay. And so that's that werewolf's turn. And then we move on to werewolf C, who is dead. Werewolf D, which has got to be this dude right here that... Uh, no, he's up here, actually. Okay, so I guess that's F. Is there an F? There is. Yeah, there's an F. I just got to let me put this letter in there. It's just going to drive me crazy if I don't. This is just for me, so I know who's doing what. Okay, so this D guy, he's the one that's frozen, so he can't do anything until Paul Hamilton's next turn, right? Correct. Okay, so now we move on to letter E, who is over here, and he is going to go his speed, which is 30 feet, so that's 10, 20, 30. So he's up here by his buddy that can't move. That's all he can do because he's nowhere near. And then this F dude is right here. And he's going to go 10, 20, 30 to get in the fight. But that's as far as he can go. It's going to load his turn. I had a plan. One second. I realized I was on mute. I think I want to cast Divine Favor first. Wait, where am I? Where is Gunloda? I don't remember her icon. Hello? Yeah. yeah. I think she's What's your question? I'm sorry. Where's Gunloda? Gunloda's icon. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, it's right here. Ah. Where would you like for her to be? And nothing happened, so I have no idea where she is. I'm going to quill off of... She's down there. Oh, by, yeah. All right. I see her now. Um, I want her to move... I want her to move down to... Uh, the werewolf straight down because I can't move her. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Straight down right there. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. I'm going to cast Divine Favor. Okay. You're muted, so we can't hear what you're saying. Yeah, because I, I can't. Understood. Understood. I just didn't, yeah. I just didn't know if okay. you knew that. I'm, I wasn't being snarky. I was just trying to no, help. No, no, you're fine. Here, I'm going I'm to hold on. Okay, I'm going to unmute myself for just a minute so you'll hear Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cast Divine Favor. Okay. So I'm going to get 1d4 radiant damage on a hit. 
All right. And then I'm going to attack it. I'm going to do a melee attack. Okay. With my battle axe. Which I can't do because I don't have access to her rolls. So, what do you want to do then? That's going to get. I want to. I'm gonna. I'm gonna roll. I'm gonna. I'm gonna roll it for you. Oh wait, somebody just did. All right, yeah. So that hits. Twenty-three. On that one werewolf. On that one werewolf. Twenty-three. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, he's dead. Oh, well, okay. Which which one's dead? Uh, everybody's gonna take two. That one. The one right in front of Gunloda. Yes. Woo. Glad Gunloda can do things and I can't. All right. <laughs> Is that her move? Okay. Top of the round. Yes, Mark. Esmeralda is up. And she's gonna attack uh Kirill. Because of course she is, right? And I need to look at her stats. She's going to take her silver sword, sword, and she's just going to just let him have it. Uh, one hits, one misses. The eighteen does hit, and it's the silver short sword. Oh, uh, yeah, only one hits. That's one d six plus four. Uh, that's six points of damage to him. Oh, she gets a multi-attack. So she oh she gets three attacks. Okay, so that's um, six points, and then she's gonna do it again. A lot of spinning. It better be a high number because it's getting kind of annoying. Oh, it's a two. That's a low number. And ooh, third strike is a twenty. So we're going to roll double damage. Five plus three plus four is 12. Right? Did I do that right? Sounds good. Okay. So that's her turn. Now, in what would have been Ismark's turn, because he's dead, you see flying in over the water this black mist that lands on the ground on the north side of the tower. And you see this raven-haired form begin to appear. And he looks at Arena and he says, it's time for you to join me. And that's his turn. We move on and it's Irina's turn. Irina turns towards Strahd and begins to move toward him at her full speed. 10, 25, she's at Strahd. That is her move. Uh, Sashana, you are up. Um. Okay. So I'm going to hit the werewolf that is in front of me. Okay. Okay. 
That is still in the lightning, by the way. He never did move out. 15. 15 hits. And that is... uh, 25 damage? 25 damage? Yes. He is dead. Okay. Do you have another attack? And I had it planned out. And then Strahd showed up. Now you guys do what I do when I drive from Charlotte to Atlanta. I think of stuff. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to cast Command. The next time you do that, you should stop by, have some beer, so you don't think of stuff. I, 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 you know what? Had it been any other week, I would have done that. <laughs> I didn't get to Spartanburg till Sunday night. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm going to cast command. Uh-huh. On, um, uh huh. On Irina, and tell her to flee. Okay, so. That's interesting. Well, I assume that that Strahd told her to come toward him. Yes, but she's charmed. So I'm not really sure how command would work in that regards. So let me think through that just a moment. Uh, What's the DC? Well, first of all, what's the DC save on command? It's a wisdom. It's a wisdom save. So let's start there because she failed miserably on the charm roll. Okay. So let me just see how she does on the command roll. Let me get back over to her stats. Because there wasn't a guarantee there wasn't a guarantee that she was going to be charmed. Right. So she rolled a ten wisdom save? Yeah. Thirteen. She fails. She fails. So even if she is charmed, she still has to Okay, so you've told her to flee. Yes. Okay, so you've told her to flee. So she won't be able to flee until it's her move again. Okay. Because she's already had her move and she's used all of her movement. So now we will stipulate that, because it says here, Each time a companion do anything harmful to the target, it can repeat the save. Well, first of all, it's got to repeat the saving throw to see if it... So, okay, let me let me read this. So, it must repeat the saving throw if you've done something to it, which you just did. And she failed... With a 13, she failed the saving throw for... So, let's... I can either let the 13 stand or I can roll two, two saving throws again. Does that make sense? What I'm reading here, it says, each time you do something, she has to make the saving throw, and then uh, then I would think she would have to make your saving throw again. Does that make sense? I think so. I, I, I'm asking because I'm, I'm trying to interpret this. As I've never had command and charmed in the same situation. But what I what the what it what it says here, each time um, each time Strahd or his companions do anything harmful to the target. 
It can repeat the saving throw, ending the effect on itself on a success. So I would think if you've tried to har- you've tried to command her, which is in a way attacking her. But I'm not really attacking her. Okay, well then in that case, then we gotta wait. Then if she failed that, she's also under the charmed. So when her turn comes around, she's gonna have to do the charmed again. It, this is the way I'm gonna rule it. When her turn comes around, she will have to make the saving throw. If she makes the saving throw and succeeds, then your command can take effect. If the charm holds, then maybe she won't be. Does that make sense? I think so. Yeah. That's the only way I know to... I'm, I'm, it's logic, folks. It was the best I could do. I know, no, it's totally... It's the right <laughs> move. Just don't let me forget when we get around to her that we got to do that, okay? okay? Okay. All right, cool, cool, cool. That's the end of my round. No, that's great. That's good. That's logic. It hurts the brain. Which uh, really sucks because I was going to cast Moonbeam on the, on what's his name. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. So, Hal, you're up. All right. With so, Kira, with Kirillon. Yeah, I'm going to try. We'll see what we can do. Were, um, were you doing Grog from the first campaign? I guess not. Uh, stop that. All right. Uh, let's see. Um, so I'm seeing her walk toward uh, Strahd. Oh, she's by him. There's no walk. I mean. Right. No, wait, yeah. I watched her walk toward him. Yes, right? you did. I assume you did. Uh, I... <laughs> I feel like that. Yeah. And it's. Um, and I can I tell that. So Shauna has been, or is it just like, I, I, no, I, I just basically see her keep walking towards him and she's standing there now, or is there, a, I, I screamed, any... I, I yelled at her to flee. Okay. And, and she's kind of flee. paralyzed there now. Okay. So. Whether you know what I did or not, I told, I, I told her to flee. All right. Hey guys, so I'm closing up, so I'm just gonna have to go ahead and jump off. Okay. Sorry. It's okay. Bye. To see you again. See you. Bye. Uh, so. I mean, we can pause it here and pick the battle up at this point, next go round. But it's up to y'all. I mean, at this point, there's just the what the three of us kind of running it. So that's fine. Yeah. I think it might be good to pause and then see if we can get everybody else yeah okay does that, makes, does that make sense to you no, no it's it's, it's totally cool so we'll, let's see where we are in the pecking order right now it's hal's turn so so we're gonna start with you when we come back i'm gonna hit the saving counter button okay i think how does that sound to to you, roberta is that does that work So let me say now we're running like the rest of the party. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You've already lost you've only lost one. I know, but I also just won't don't want to keep like telling everybody what they're going to do when they're not here. No, that's totally to- totally totally fair. Okay. So we're gonna pause it here. Um, I'm probably gonna take some screenshots just to be safe. Um But um, 
Yeah. So let's. Okay. So we'll do that. We'll plan on getting back together in a few weeks. Um, like I said, I'll, I'll send a note out to everybody to see if we're cool to start the week after the second week in October. That way we only miss one extra week, and then we get on that alternate schedule, which I think will work better for the holidays anyway because it'll put us on the off weeks for the big family kind of stuff anyway. That awesome, yeah. So yeah. That, that's probably the smarter move anyway. Otherwise, we're going to be right on top of Christmas and Thanksgiving. Um, yeah. So let's just plan on that. And then um, that also leaves me open to do a New Year's Eve one-shot if I want to. Woohoo! Uh, I've already been asked to do a Halloween one-shot at the store. Oh, that's cool. So we're kind of working on that. i got a few things going on. Okay, so I'm going to stop the recording right about now. And we'll see you guys next time.